Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, it's where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow, I'll wanna settle down Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on Down this road, that never seems to end When new adventure lies just around the bend So if you wanna join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Maybe tomorrow, I'll wanna settle down Until tomorrow, the whole world is my home dear listener um oh can we get this screen turned off i don't know what it's doing but i don't want to see a logo for talk sport too for goodness sakes thank you baldy thank you the tramp good evening this is ian lee this is talk radio um a busy show well a kind of busy show this evening oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand if you want to take part um at midnight we've got a gentleman on who um has written a book and has got a website where he is convinced the earth is hollow. Do you remember we spoke about this before? We had the, um, excuse me, shuffling about. I'm taking my shoes off while I talk to you. I'm trying to create a vibe in the studio. We, um, we've spoken a lot, haven't we, about the flat earthers. People who believe that the earth is, <laughs> you know it, flat. And we had some people on the other week and they were talking about that. And that's quite, um, a commonly held theory that the earth is flat. Don't worry if you can't. That's better than TalkSport. The Virgin logo is better than TalkSport too. But that, that, that go down. That button under there means off. That one is off. Beautiful. <laughs> you can tell I'm used to barking instructions at my kids to, to where we can't find the remote control. No, that one. No, no, no. No, that's, you've, no, you've changed channel. You need to go back. That's volume. 
we got there in the end. The um, idea that the Earth is flat is is a really common one. L- loads of people believe it. Okay. Um, the theory that the Earth is hollow is not quite so um, so well known, but it, it, it is a, a a real theory. And um, I'm really keen to find out from this guy what he thinks are in there. What he thinks is in there. What he thinks are in there is in there. Was in there. Um, because I know that some people believe it was, uh, like a super race and that that is where the actual garden of Eden is based inside the hollow earth. Um, some people think that Nazis are in there. Um, so it'll be interesting to find out he's coming on at midnight and, and we'll see what he has to say. I'll tell you who we've got tomorrow. We've got an act for the teenagers. Oh, listen, whoa, 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 whoa. Right. We get the obscure 60s act on, and the not-so-obscure 60s act. I, I mean, a Beach Boy and a Loving Spoonful, huh? A bird we had. Um, but w- w- I'm also aware that, that young people like this show. So tomorrow, at 10 o'clock, we've got someone for the kids. We've got Michelle Leon from Babes in Toyland. Kids? Huh? No? 90s punk rockers? No, guys? She's coming on. She's written a brilliant, brilliant book. Uh, and she's coming on tomorrow, so I'm thoroughly looking forward to that. Tonight, tonight, tonight. I don't really know where to go with tonight. Uh, a lot of you have got out of the habit of phoning in last week because of the strike, and that's fine. I hope you get back into the habit of um uh, phoning in but as long as you're listening and as long as you're ticking your rage our diaries i'm i'm groovy with that you know the, 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 i get when loads of people are phoning in i do the show for free i um i uh get paid when no one phones in that's what i get paid for so i'm i'm, I'm kind of happy with that so probably uh, we had two nights with not many phone calls so what we need on a on the third night is a real humdinger of a topic to get people phoning in. What's your favourite B-side? What's your second favourite meal? These are all gold, by the way. <laughs> I'm literally just making these up off the top of my head. Um, uh, if you had to kill someone, who would it be and how? All of these things, right? All of these things. That would get us phone calls, I'm sure. But I'm not going to do that. Instead, I'm going to ask you a question, okay? And it's a question that might sound flippant that might sound stupid but the thing i've learned from doing interviews with people particularly when i was at the bbc actually because i was i was challenged a lot more at the bbc in terms of who i was speaking to um i um i've learned that there's no shame in asking what initially sounds like a dumb question what do you mean? What is that? I'm sorry, I don't understand that. Could you explain it to me in really simple terms? There's no shame in asking those questions, right? I still get a bit embarrassed sometimes, but there's actually, there's no shame in asking those questions. And quite often, I would say seven times out of ten, you get the best answer and you get um, a really interesting answer. So, 
I'm going to ask you a question, and it's not going to set the phones alight. And do you know what? I'm fine with that. And it's a question that I was really thinking about a lot last week when I was on strike. Okay? And I was thinking about it so much that um, I spent a significant time with my therapist on Tuesday talking about this. And I also got in touch with my friend, um, Mackenzie Crook, who some of you will know from The Office and the Detectorists and Pirates of the Caribbean. And, I'm, I'm, and there is a reason why I am, you know, listing his credits. OK, it's, it's not name dropping. There is a reason I am listing his credits. And, um, I, I, you know, we, we used to um, rent a house together. And um, I was able to have a really open and frank conversation, kind of open and frank. It was done via text. Um, about this, this concept that I'm going to come to, okay? It's a question. It's a question. And I was thinking about doing it in the show. Doing it in this show. And I thought, well, it's a bit heavy. It's a bit esoteric. People may not go with it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But then, I had an email from um, a listener to the show who saw become a friend, I would say. John Dredge. Dredge. Saw become a friend. We email each other a bit. Very funny man. He's got a song coming out on a CD I'm putting out. Very funny man. And, um, and look, now I'm trying to find the, the email he sent. Of course... I can't find it. Um, mm, mm, is it. Am I going to find it? No, of course I'm not going to find it. Look, I've been sending out so many emails today that no, I'm not going to find it. Okay. His question he asked was very, very close and very similar to the question that's been going around in my head for the last week and a half. The question is this. Okay, and it's slightly different from the one Dredge sent me. But it, it, it's a really interesting question. And maybe you'll hear it and you go, oh, yeah, I know the answer to that. Yeah, 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 I know, I know I've got that, I've got that sussed. In which case, if you've got it sussed, can you let me know how you've got it sussed and why you've got it sussed? But I am guessing that more people will think they know the answer to this question, but won't know the answer to this question. 0344-499-1000. The question is, what am I? Now, I don't mean me personally, obviously. The question is, what are you? What are you? This is the thing that's been bugging me for the last week and a half. What am I? I don't know what I am. And I mean that in terms of, um, in terms of a human being, in terms of a man, in terms of my career, and I'm putting that career in inverted commas with a small c and it's written in italics. I don't know what I am. So, I'm not asking you to phone in and tell me what I am. Oh, you're, you're a tosser or whatever. I'm not asking for that. Interesting, see, I've already, I, I, I was self-deprecating there. Isn't that interesting? 
I want to know what you are. What are you? Does that question make sense? Or is it so basic and so simple that it's impossible to comprehend and understand? I don't know. And like I say, we didn't get many phone calls on Monday. Didn't get many phone calls on Tuesday. What we really needed tonight was a home run. We needed, have you ever met a celebrity at an airport? That's what we needed. That's what we needed. And I guess by being perverse and going for something on the other end of the spectrum, completely esoteric and spiritual and existential and all of these things, that kind of goes some way to answering my question as to what am I? Shall we have a go and see where this takes us? What are you? O three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. So it's a simple question that actually is really, really tough. What are you? I don't know what I don't know what I am. Right? I'm a dad. Right? I know that. Everything else is completely up for debate. I don't know. And I was texting Mackenzie, saying, Mackenzie, what what are you? What do you think you are? Um and he wrote back a very interesting answer, which I might I might dig into a bit later on, because I don't think it's too personal. And he, he said, do you want to know what I think you are? And I said, yeah. And he said, well, I think you're a storyteller. And I thought, well, yeah, that's that's something, isn't it? That's something to be. 0344-499-1000. Uh, <coughs> Vernon's on the line. Evening, Vernon. Evening, how you doing? You all right? Yes. I'll tell you what I am. Yes. I'm unemployed. Oh, is this? Oh, this. I knew I recognised the voice. It's Vernon Kay. Yeah, you know, I found that. Mosey rang me up and he said, "Come on over. Yes. The water's lovely." Yes. You know what? The water wasn't lovely. The water was co- was cold and murky, wasn't it? it over was, there. Uh, at the best, it was tepid. Yes. Um, so, so I said, "Go on, sorry." I, I no, you, I, you. So I'm just, I'm just curious, um, Vernon Kay, um, as, as oh. to what exactly happened at that radio station. Well, I went over there. They, they were saying it's going to be all about the blokes, and you know why? <laughs> I love the ladies, but I love the blokes, right? So yeah. I went over there, and I was like, yes. "I've got all the hits ready for me," yeah. and they said, "What? All the hits?" I said, "I've got all the hits, wow. right?" And they went, no, 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 no. Chris Moyles has got I said, no, I've got all of the hits. Yeah. And they said, no, you've got all the Anyway, so long story short, well, I didn't have all the hits. No. And and that's where it all fell down. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of stuck now. So I'm thinking I've got a couple of folding answers for you. Yeah, well, I think we've um, got we've got all, all of the the thing is Vernon Kay, all of the um slots here at Talk Radio are pretty much um secured, I think. You just got to shoehorn me. I, I'm looking for I'm not I mean, shoehorn I, anyone. 
You know, just struggle with me, and you know, I, I want nothing. Nothing at all. I'll just turn up. I'll be fine. No, on, please Tess don't. Daly. Tess Daly's here now. Hang on, are you right, Tess? I'm just on phone to radio. No, you, you, you don't do radio. You do TV. Hey, you're a funny girl, you are. Sorry, she just got in the way. Anyway, yeah, so are you any slots at all? I can just slip myself right in. Well, I, I think all the slots are full. There's no slots for you to slip into, Vernon Kay. Oh, okay. Sorry about that, dude. But listen, I'll, I'll keep an, eye, an ear open, and if anybody um, is off sick, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll suggest you. What's your favourite potato? Uh, call in now. What's your favourite potato? Lynn from Huddersfield says she likes the the, the Marie's Peeper. Okay, oh, okay, thanks, Vernon. Lynn. I'm I'm going to move on now, Vernon. Okay. The correct answer, of course, is is roast. Oh three four 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 nine nine. 1,000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Darren's on the line. Evening, Darren. Hello again, Ian. Hello, Darren. Uh, How's it going? Right, firstly, that was Special K plus calories. That can't be Vernon K, man, surely. That was Vernon Vernon K. Oh, it wasn't, like. I recognise his voice. I I, I know him a little Uh, bit. Oh, I I bet you do. It sounds like a bull select. That's still Vernon K. No. Well, yeah, okay. Well, anyway... And right now it's just for me train of thought. Um, you had a train oh, of thought. On. Well, I tonight I did. Yeah. I. What are you, Darren? I'm a jolly. Actually, that's just reminded me. Um, that's why I said it. I was. <laughs> it was an aid memoir. An <laughs> aid memoir. Hi, nice. I like it. Right. Um, firstly, how's the uh, how's you how are you tonight mentally? Um. I'm, re- I'm asking for a reason to divide the I am. Um, do you know what? I'm I'm up and down a lot at the moment. Today I've been quite up because it was sunny and I was listening to the what? Hair movie soundtrack, and so I'm, I'm I'm all I'm all right. Well, that had nothing to do with the meds and anything. Sorry, that had nothing to do with taking the prescription drugs and. Yeah, it probably did have something to do with that. What, what drugs have you taken yeah. today? None, because I've, that's, well, I'm not even going to talk about that, but I've never bothered with it. I've suffered from it for years, right? 46, and uh, never bothered. With and any drugs? I, well, oh, no. Uh, recreational A, B's and C's, yes. The what, sorry? A, B's and C's. The A, B, yes. That's why I was asking you, what drugs have you taken today? I wasn't asking if you'd taken any prescription oh, medication. Uh, today, um, I've smoked a couple of joints. Right. Uh, and I've had a drink, but apart from, well, actually, um, I've had some posh as well. You've had some what? Posh, the white paint, if you like. Posh? Oh, just coke. You've had some coke, well, okay, so you've gone from, right. I've smoked Thank a couple you. of joints, <laughs> I've, and I've had a little drink, mm-hmm. oh, and I've had some cocaine as well. Well, yeah, that's right. quite yeah, a, right. that's quite a, you know, a heady cocktail, Darren. Well, it is, yes. Um, don't, don't, why don't waste your money on coke? It's a waste of money, that is. A total waste of money. Well, don't do it. Pretty rubbish. Um, well, I won't. Thank you. Um, glad that's You got me. Oh, you... you I haven't got you anything. The coke and the pot and the, the, the (laughs) booze has. All right, thanks. Thanks. Um, so the point is, your Geordie accent yesterday was absolutely rubbish, by the way. Well, your English accent is terrible. Oh, come on, that's, is that not dialectist? It is a little bit dialectics. 
dialectistin. It's not such a word I wouldn't have thought. Okay, no. Right. But, eh, uh, I can't remember. Now I've remembered why I stopped hanging out with people who take cocaine, because they're not boring. Uh, no, no, I've been, that's why I've been, I, I don't call it that. Thanks, yeah, but, man. no, but the, the cocaine no, makes but, you, no, co- Darren, cocaine yes, makes you boring, man. Uh, does that, is, is that how I come across now, having a crack with you? I was, I, I phoned for different reasons, is that it? I can tell you've done coke. How much coke have you done today, man? No, you can't tell I've done that. I I told you when you asked me. No, Darren, Darren, why do you think I asked you what drugs you've taken Um, today? uh, Why do I think you asked us? Because obviously I had an inclination I had. Yes, exactly. Listen, trust me, dude. I've spent Mm -hmm. more time hanging out with people on cocaine than than you've had cocaine. And I can can smell it a mile off you. I can pick up a vibe. People on cocaine give out a vibe. They give out a very, very dark, cold vibe. And it's masked behind a big game show host smile. But they send out a dark Mm. vibe. And Mm. I'm getting that dark vibe from you, Darren. And I don't mean that uh, as an insult, uh, but... Uh, every time I talk to you, even it, last time it was, you sound very angry, Darren, and I wasn't on it then, um, but I love listening to the show, so I love phoning in. No, that's great, um, I'm glad you phoned in. What, so, Matt? Just don't phone um, in when you're coked up. Right, okay. Um, it, it's a horrible but, drug, man. Mate, I know, so, but, um, Ian, do you drink? No. If you don't mind his asking. No, I don't. And you did do... The other stuff, what I've just said, obviously. What I phoned up there, that, uh, essentially I can't, I don't have a clue how to message you on Twitter, right? So I phoned tonight um, to wonder, to ask how you were doing with your meds because of your, like, the depression and shit like that. Excuse me, language. That's a yellow card. Uh, and, um... Thank you, sorry. I've just answered, I, I answered the question. Do you remember the answer? No, you didn't answer the question. There's cocaine for you guys. It's a one-sided conversation. We won't talk to each other. I will talk at you. That's what cocaine is. I answered the question, Darren, and because of the coke, Mm -hmm. it's totally Mm -hmm. blocked out you responding to anything I say. Maybe remember your answer. Yeah, right. Fair enough. God. Uh, Right, but... (laughs) So, what I was getting at is it worth taking uh, the meds for the the depression, in your view. Say that again, but put the words into, a, it, into a, an order I can sorry, understand. Right, Ian, Ian, do yeah. the prescri- prescription drugs work for your depression, as I have not had anything for them or to my doctor? That's what I'm asking you. I didn't... I, the end. The ending didn't make sense. I'm not. I'm not. Right. D- I'm not b- deliberately no. belittling you, Darren. I'm just. Yeah, I'm not. Mate, I know you're not. I know you're not. <laughs> um, right. The prescription prescription medication for your illness. Yes. 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 Do they work? Yes, they do. Thank you very much. That's why I thought wanted to know you now. And the show's class, by the way. And I'll listen on. The show is class A, Darren. Thank you very much indeed. Um, it's it's weird. Uh, 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 you know, <sighs> my bosses occasionally pull me to one side and say, you, you, when, when you talk about drugs, you've got to be a little bit more don't do drugs, kids. Um, 
and I, I don't do drugs. I have a history with drugs. I have a history with alcohol. I haven't had a drink or a drug for, for 12 and a half years. Um, I do think that, that some drugs are, are okay, if I'm completely honest. And, and, and being realistic, it's a reality of life. That's why I loved uh, Miranda Sawyer's book. One of the reasons I loved Miranda Sawyer's book, Out of Time, so much. Because she's um, really honest about her drug use in her 20s and her 30s. And, and for a lot of people... You know, drug use, whether it be cannabis or cocaine or LSD or ecstasy, for a lot of people, it was part of their lives for a while. Um, but I have spent time with people on cocaine. And um, they're not fun people to hang out with. It's it's a really, honestly, I, I, I can't, but you, if you've been in that situation, you'll know. I'll know when I'm at a party or when I'm out with some friends and I will know instantly that someone comes back from the toilets and they've done cocaine. I'm also pretty good at knowing that I'm sitting with a group of people and someone's holding. I can just, I can sense it. Even before they've taken any, you can sense the tension. There is a tension that someone who's got a gram of, of coke in their pocket, there is a tension between that person and the other people that know. There is a sense of expectation and heightened excitement because the whole evening doesn't become about the five people that you're sat with. It doesn't become about the place that you're in. It doesn't become about the, the video game you're playing. It all becomes about that little bit of powder that's in someone's pocket or in their wallet or in their shoes or in their pants or wherever it is and it just creates a really negative energy it's a really unpleasant thing and um obviously when you're taking cocaine it's 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 the best thing in the world that's why people take it because it makes them feel so good but if you've ever had a conversation with someone who's on it jesus it's so boring with respect to the last caller i answered his question but you can't have a conversation with someone who's on coke because they're not conversing with you they're talking at you and they're just waiting for a pause in what you're saying so they can dive in with their next thought because it's so more important you know you're like this one and this is true and what we we are going to make that film 03 Four 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 nine nine one thousand. I can see that the um, the person who was calling us last night and then was was connecting us to people who work in hotels and Chinese restaurants and people who are earning minimum wage. I can see that you're still calling in. I hope you have a great night doing that. Best of luck. We won't be taking those calls. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Dana, Mark, Robert, stay there. I'll come to you in a bit. The question is, and as per usual, you can call in about anything, right? But the question is, what are you? Hmm? 03444991000. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Unmissable Late Night Radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late Night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Well, I thought that this would be an hour of me talking to myself, but um, you are calling in. I don't know if you're calling in about this. Um, Let's see. Let's go to Mark. Evening, Mark. Oh, is that me? Are you Mark? Sorry, then, it's, then it's you, sir. Yes. Um, sorry, you caught me eating again. Every time I call up, I'm eating. 
<laughs> what are you eating, Mark? Well, look, it was it was veggie sausages until last night, and then you said to me, write down, don't eat meat, and then I've gone out and bought loads of meat. I thought, no, I've, I'm giving in. Hang on a minute. So you were you the fellow that was was becoming a vegetarian, and yeah. I gave you a hard time saying you yeah. don't become one. You either are one or you're not. You bullied me into eating meat. No, I didn't. <laughs> Don't blame it on me. I didn't yeah. bully you. I'm pulling up the newspaper and saying that Ian Lee's bullied me into eating meat. I'm killing animals. I'm eating animals. The poor animals. Don't, don't. Don't. The Sun will do a headline. Yeah. Something like <laughs> the former TV host Ian Lee forces yeah. Mark to eat his meat. Yeah. Do you know the eleven o'clock show? That was just of its time. It was the Monty Python of its time. No. Well, you're you're too too generous. I no, can't no, allow no, that. It was of its time, and there was some funny bits, but we weren't. No, no, no we weren't. No, it, the was, it was bloody good. It was bloody. Well, you're good. very kind, mate. Thank you. You were very. You were all. Incredibly, uh... Young. <laughs> yes, and that's why you look at you and think, well, he's nice. <laughs> Who, me? Well... <laughs> well, did you fancy me then? Ian, please, take... I, it's a bit of humour. I was, humor. I was too skinny then. I no, was you're too... lovely, you're a lovely man, you're a lovely man, you're a kind man, you're, you're, you're a good man. What? But you've made me eat meat. I used to think <laughs> I was a polymath. Yes. And then, uh, I realised I'm actually just a juvenile delinquent. And, um... Mm-hmm. And I've just woken up, I'm middle-aged, and I'm a complete has-been. My dog's died a few months ago. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, man. I miss her like buggery, I'm suicidal, I've had enough, so I thought I'll call up you and annoy you, and then I can blame you and say, he made me eat meat, and then I wake up in the morning, I feel better. And it's so depressing. So when I heard that guy, the Vernon guy, I thought, that sounds like Watch With Mother, like for the deranged. I thought, wow, we need more of that, yes. because um, this depression, like, if you... I didn't know about grief. Grief's an absolute real. Um... Just watch your language. We've had a little. We had a few swears no, 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 slip no, no, through. No, no, no. no, no. I'm no. just. I'm just saying. We've had a few yes. swears slip no, through. Go on. For the word, it's an absolute. Uh, it's a swine. It's a ghastly yeah. thing, and uh, I didn't realise that when she went. I uh, at first I thought oh, I'm getting used to this, but now it's like oh. I how, it so what was your much. dog's name? Her name was Opus. Opus. And how long did you have her? Uh, for thirteen years. Oh. Ago, she was three months <laughs> old. Well. Yeah. And uh, she was the most incredible little doggy, and. Um, I just, I don't know. I just, I thought, don't talk about that because you get depressed. You'll depress everybody. And no, no, <clears throat> doesn't. You won't depress everybody. But no. I think it's if it helps you to talk about it, then yeah, yeah. talk about it. You know, I've, I'm a, cat, I've got a dog, but I'm a cat man. Okay, and, I've, and right. I've had a cat. This cat, it's her birthday at the end of the month. And she will be 18 years old. Oh. And I've had her since she was two. Right? I got oh. her as a rescue cat. And she's she's getting very thin and she's very bony. And, I'm, I'm, you know, she's time is running out with her. Yeah. But I've had her um, take 11 years uh, before I got my first child. Oh. Uh, and about eight years before I met my wife. Six years before I met my wife. So she's been with me through... Um, through breakup, through moving, through, oh. um, you know, waking up in piles of vomit on the... You know, she's been through everything with me. And when she goes, I will be yep. in pieces, Mark. Yeah, yeah, and people yeah. who don't have pets, whether it's cats or dogs or whatever, people who don't have pets don't get that. That it's not, it's not a, a dog that's got, died or a cat that's going to die. It's, a, it's, it's your, whatever, it's your brother or it's your, your son or, you know, it's a member of your family. It's, it's an incredible attachment. And, and without without crowbarring this this thing into it, it's just that because because I've on and off had years of uh, problems with depression, and like since December, I tried to get back into my exercising, overtrained, did too much, and then got unwell. Mm, yeah. Yeah, the same thing for the doctors; they just chuck antidepressants at you. And I, I say to the doctors, I say, I know drug dealers have got more scruples; they they, they won't just hand out anything to you. I said, well. you just chuck any kind of pill at me, and there's no psychological services. And when I think about last October. When I've been sober for years because I got that little dog, and I held her in the in the surgery with the with the vet, yeah. and I said I said put my hand on her heart. I want to feel her heart. 
she put in the first injection to sedate her, and she flopped down. I said, right, where's her heart? Put my hand on there. And then she gave her the lethal injection, and I was there till the last second. And I just felt that absolutely slaughtered me. But afterwards, I thought, when the vet said, you know, this is, we've got this power to do this for them and to end their pain, <clears throat> imagine what it's like for that poor Alexander Blackman where he's actually put a human to sleep, and he was so unwell from being at the FOB for six months. Well... When they put these people out in the field, these politicians, they don't well, realise... You, Mark, you, you've, made, you, you've made a little bit of a quantum leap... Well, I know it's going to be a from, from a, from a From, you know, a dog being put down because it's very poorly yeah. to... You're talking about the soldier that, that shot someone. Well, he's a, he's a Marine, not a soldier. Right, he's you, 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 was formerly known as Marine A, and, his, yeah. and his, his, his sentence has been changed from murder to manslaughter. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit of a quantum leap I, to make know, go from I, one to the other. I, I know, but for, for me, it was incredibly traumatising just to be in there with her. Because a friend of mine, when yeah. I told him, he said, oh, I couldn't even be in the room with my dog. He said, how did you do that? I said, well, you know, it's my little baby. and like to be there with, till the end. And I owe my sobriety to her. But just thinking that when people go on about... I don't think people realise that in this country today, we totally and completely ignore mental illness. And I totally feel... Well, no, we don't. We, I don't think we do totally ignore it. Well, now. I think we do. I, I know when, when I was over in... Um, in Calais in 2005, the dog, I took her over there, I had a bit of a meltdown, and she was quarantined, she was stuck there for seven months, and I actually, actually come over one day on, on the ferry, and as soon as I went into the terminal, there's 30 great big lumps getting on the, on the passenger bus, and I thought, oh, no, and it turned out they were Marines, and they were the nicest, kindest group of people I ever met, yes. so I just think we put our people under incredible pressures, we ignore the fact that the kind of strain they must be under. Why I are we talking about, about, I don't know why we're talking about Marines. Because, because I think it's Tonight on the on the street, there's people sleeping on the street that have served their country. Now we're talking about homeless people. Yeah, it's just Ian. It's not right the way we. we well, no, it's not right. But I thought we were talking about um, losing a pet. I've just had some meat. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I'm, just, I'm on a trip. You got exactly. You got you got a meat rush. <laughs> I got a meat rush. Yeah, you got a meat rush going, can, Mark. Don't don't bag, fight it. Lie back and enjoy it. Ian, look one more thing. Yes, I'm, I, I I can say a polymath, a juvenile delinquent, and a singer songwriter. If ever you get a chance to look on YouTube at You Dunno by the Renditioners, that's me. Mark, I won't do that, but I um, appreciate you saying those words to me. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give me a call. Uh, Robert and Dana, you'll be up next. Um, the question is, and we're kind of skirting around it, which is great. I'm enjoying skirting. What are you? Tick your Rage Our Diaries now with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee. On air and off the On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344 499 1000. So, um, last week, obviously, the strike, um, I wasn't here, and I've heard that calls were quiet for Jake. Um, and you've kind of got out of the habit of calling, which is fine. That's what happens. Uh, Monday, not many calls. Last night, not too many calls. Um, so tonight, I needed to come in with a real big hitter. I needed a nice, simple phone-in topic that would get you guys hot and horny and um, picking up the phone. Um, where's the weirdest place you've had sex? What's your favourite biscuit to dunk? That kind of stuff. But instead of that, because it feels like it's written in the stars, because I've been thinking about it for a while, and I had an email. The email, actually, that I have from, from Dredge said, Who are you? Who am I? Um, but it, it, I th- just thought, it, and I, I replied saying, Did I tell you that I've been thinking about doing this on the show? He went, No. So we're doing it on the show because it just kind of 
feels right. You can watch tonight, by the way, periscope.tv slash Ian, uh, no, hang on, what is it? Periscope.tv forward slash Ian Lee. Is that it? That sounds about right. Um, and remind me to tell you about the podcasts and shows we've got coming up because, um, I keep forgetting to, but we've got loads of questions. <clears throat> so the question I'm asking tonight is, and we've, we've already had more phone calls, the ones we've taken and the ones that are on the screen than we had in the last two shows put together. So maybe, Maybe there's something in it. What are you? What are you? I don't know what I am. The best thing I've got is a dad. I'm a dad, but I don't feel like a dad. I don't feel like a dad. But that's the only certainty, the only thing I can put down in black and white. I am a dad. I don't know, but everything else is completely up for grabs. What am I? TV host? No. No. Radio host? I don't feel like a radio host. Celebrity? No. Has been? Maybe. But I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know what I am. And I'm asking you the, the question, what do you think you are? 03444991000. As always, don't forget, you can call in with anything. We just happen to have a theme, a thread running through the show this evening, and that's wonderful. But you're more than welcome to call in about anything you want. You know that, though, guys, right? You know that. Helen's on the line. Evening, Helen. Hi. Hey, Helen. You all right? I'm all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, whoa, there's so many things, so many tangents tonight already. Firstly, can I just compliment you on that show you did last week, the silent show? No, a week before. Oh, um, the, the one where I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> oh, I absolutely loved it. Loved the tempo, darling. Oh, loved bless it. you, Helen. You're very kind. I enjoyed that a lot, actually. We might do that again one night. What? Did you get any feedback from uh, the old management about it? Oh, no, the management. Love it. The, honestly, the management, um, uh, I don't think they've ever sent us an email or a message saying, pull it back a bit i don't think they have the only thing i say like i said earlier they they, they did tell me off a couple of times because i wasn't condemning drug use as perhaps as, as virulently as i should have done but no they love it they love it they keep telling me to push it are they scared of you no <laughs> i don't think so no 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 uh no no not in the slightest no, i'm a pussycat helen are you sure you're not a bit alpha no, no, oh God, no! Oh, oh, you know what? A while ago, possibly, I, I used to think that you got places by shouting and throwing your weight around. Quite a while ago, but no, 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 not at all. I'm the one that um, is constantly, not constantly, is occasionally getting, you know, sending my boss um, a, a text saying, "Is that all right? Do you mind if I do this? I'm sorry you're getting hassle from this idiot online. All of this stuff." And they say, "Ian, don't worry. We love it. We love it. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going." It's hard, isn't it, when, you, when you're, you're approaching your boss and you don't want to come across as being too needy. Mm. This is why <laughs> I love doing this slot, because by the time I get in, everyone of importance has gone. Yeah, I know. And it's beautiful. I can't... I... See you later, politics. Yeah, exactly. Bye. No, I mean, when I was doing the breakfast show at another place... Um, when we finished the show, we you know we ca- we come in in the morning and and the place was empty. But when we finished the show and went back up to the office, all the bosses were there, all the other shows were. There. Oh, it was horrible! I love this. I come in, there's nobody here. There's no snakes slithering about. No snakes slithering about. That's a reference <laughs> to the BBC again. I think. <laughs> what? No, 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 no. Um, no. To, 
to, to expand on this what are you question, can I, can I throw it right back at you? Go, throw it, go on, throw it back at me in what way? All right, I want to reshape, I want to reframe the question. Go on. So instead of what are you, I want, I want to say what is the point of you? Um, yeah, okay, we can go, we can go with that. In, what, what do you think, I, I don't know, am I look, I, I'm looking in... Uh, what is the point of, Helen, I'm going to ask you. Way. Helen, what is the point of you? Um, uh, well, I don't believe in absolute, so I'll just clarify, at this stage, what I'm working they on, because we're all well. working on it, aren't we? We're all working on it. Yeah. Um, I feel like I have to put in a lot. Um, I'm a big karma bird, so, you know, I... I, like, I believe you put in and you get out. So um, the point of me is that I work in entertainment. Yeah. So fortunately, I don't have my integrity questioned an awful lot because I've got control over what I do. Right. So without wanting to sound like a big poncy performer, I think that entertainers, you know, they're important because, you know, it's atmospherics really, isn't it? Atmospheric. Entertaining is, is atmospherics. Well, what, do you, what do you mean by that? Like, you know, you can present a show in a room and you can, you know, the setting's beautiful and everyone can escape for one moment and you're aiding that escape. Yeah, I can dig that. Yeah, uh, art, uh, you know, both ho- highbrow and lowbrow, art is important, you know, and, and um, when people are losing jobs and when there is um, severe hardship and, and uh, funding is cut to arts, people go, good, I'm glad we're cutting funding to arts. A brave government would throw more money at the arts in those times, because that's when we really need it. That's when we need cheering up. That's when we need to enter a different realm. And and art, whether it's yeah. a painting or it's a cabaret singer or it's a, a, a comedian or it's a, an art house film or it's a sculpture or whatever, that's art does that. Yeah, it's like, as, you know, as people are, I mean, I don't know whether it's always been like this and it's just cyclic, but as people are feeling the pinch of, I know I certainly am, you know, it's it's kind of, I don't know, to lessen anxiety, escapism is so important. And there's so many ways of doing it, you know, just going to the pictures or going out for a mm. walk or whatever. Mm. And it's all basics and stuff. But, yeah, so, so I, I, I adapt that to what your question is, is what is the point of view? You're an entertainer. I don't think... Or, or I don't, a referee. How's that? Setting a, it up and then going right. A referee's a bit better. I, I don't think I'm an entertainer. I, I, I think that would be, that would be hard pushed to... I may entertain, but I don't think I'm an entertainer. A referee... Um, <laughs> it's, it's better than entertainer, but I still doesn't feel... No, I'm not. I'm. I'm not. But but so what? What is the, the, the so? Can you distill them? What is the point of view? What is the point of view, Helen? Uh, atmospherics, ambience, ambience. That's good. Oh, I did that. Not many people down, sorting everyone out, making sure everyone's you know having a. a what? Good what? Time. Can I ask what you do, Helen? You're a singer, aren't you? Are you? Uh, no, no, I'm not, no. Go on, what are you then? What do you do? I'm a voiceover artist. Oh. I also do a bit of live work as well. Well, well. Hang on, you say live work. What do you mean by live work? Well, you don't do live voiceovers, do you? <laughs> no, That would no, be no, good. No. no, but I do, like, you know, mic work and a DJ and a, you know. What do... have you um, voiced over, voiceovered? What have you spoken on? Um, I did a CBBC job once. Did that you? Was what, was right. it, what show was that? Oh, Christ. Um, not with language like that, you won't be getting any <laughs> gigs. 
Um, yeah, had to do a really posh voice as well. Hey, here's a chat. They couldn't get Bill Turnbull right, so they phoned up and said, who can do some BBC voice? So I got the gig. Oh, <laughs> you, hang on a minute. You were the replacement for Bill Turnbull? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was that was quite a result. It was something. It's about a school, and it's hilarious. There's many jokes. Yes. I'm sure oh, I've probably I've probably seen it with the boys. We probably watched it. It's probably been on at some point in the house. I don't know. I don't really know. How. Uh, oh, oh, so it didn't allow you to escape then? Well, I, um, it, it wasn't aimed at. The weird thing we've sort of stopped watching CBeebies actually now. It's all Netflix. It's all everything's Netflix now. And I, I, hey, I, never mind. Hey, I've got something controversial for you. Yeah, go on. I uh, I didn't renew my BBC license. Look at you! Yeah, look at you breaking Let the law. That one's sinking. Well, look at you breaking the law. Why did you not renew it? I'm not watching it. Well, I'm, I'm opting out. Well, you. I don't think you're allowed to opt out. Yeah, you are. Are you having a laugh, Kosha? Well, okay. So you've got rid of the TV, yeah? Well, it don't work. Well, if, does it actually not work? No, yeah, it doesn't work. The aerial's well, knackered. Right, well, okay, in that case, I, th- I think, and don't hold me to this when you go to prison, but I think that you're all right. No, I know I am. I've opted out before. Um, <laughs> and then what I happened? Went... They came and knocked on the door and you bottled no, it? No, 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 you just have to go onto the website and go, right... I'm not watching it. And obviously, you know, I'm not taking it. Hang on a minute. Honest. No, you don't go on to a... You, what, you go on to a BBC website and say, by the way, <laughs> I'm not playing the TV license. Playing the TV license. That's the most ridiculous thing ever. <laughs> they, 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 they tricked you, Helen. They know exactly where you are now, you muppet. Have you seriously not looked into this? No, of course not. I pay the TV license because I think it's good value for money. I know, but it, it, how much is it these days? Uh, is it 145 quid, something like that? That's what I mean, you know. I, but that's I, for I, everything. That's for BBC One, BBC Two, uh, B- Nick Grimshaw, Scott Mills. Um, that's, you know, that's for everything. I'm not, I'm Scott not, Mills. I'm not bothered about that. The only thing I wanted to watch was that uh, Corrupt FM show. What is it? So, uh, people, people do nothing. There's, uh, there's a program yeah, called anyway. People Do Nothing. People, people do nothing, yeah. I don't watch TV, really, so I don't, I don't know what's going on in that world. It's Corrupt FM. It's about a pirate station. You'd love it. It's oh, really, really good. Is it, what, is yeah. it like, is it a, hang on a minute, is it a comedy or is it well, hey, a documentary? No, I'd, I'd watch it, but it's a documentary. I don't want to watch a comedy about that. Okay. Hey, well, there you go. Vice Ducks on YouTube. I don't have to watch BBC because I can get through these on my Chromecast. Okay, you're now literally speaking a different language to me, Helen, but I appreciate the call. <laughs> Thank you very much. Bye-bye. She was delightful, wasn't she? I don't think we've spoken to Helen before. Um, the, the Robert and Dana, I'm going to come to you after the news, um, so you get a fair crack of the whip. Um, 0344 499 It seems like you're feeling like me. You're feeling in a um, slightly existential mood this evening, which is good. I'm glad. I'm glad you want to play along. You can call on about other bits and pieces. Give me two minutes to do some business, would you? Um, a couple of bits of business. Don't forget, we have, uh, we release a daily best of podcast of this show, okay? Um, you can get it from all your usual podcast providers on Android and, and uh, iPhone and all those things. Um, uh, you, you can get it on iTunes, of course, and, um, I think we put out a special Korean Billy podcast yesterday. So there'd be a best of, and there'd also be the Korean Billy, uh, interview. So that's two podcasts and, and feel free to share it with whomever you want. Um, Catherine and I do a, a separate show called The Rabbit Hole, okay? 
Um, a new one goes out every Thursday morning. So if you type in The Rabbit Hole and Ian Lee, it pops up on iTunes or Acast, and you can subscribe to that. We are doing a live one in London, not this Sunday, but the Sunday after, March the 26th, and we have a few tickets left over. And then on May, Saturday, May the 6th, we're going to be doing the show in Manchester, and we've got tickets for that. It's a really small venue. We've sold half the tickets, okay? We don't know if we have an audience in Manchester. So, um, prove us wrong, please. <laughs> we got, we've sold enough for it to be a good night. Any more be a bonus. Um, but if you go to ticketsource.co.uk slash Ian dash Lee. All right. I'll, I'll tweet it during the news. Ticketsource.co.uk slash IAIN dash LWE. It's also the place to get tickets for an evening with Eddie Large, June the 25th. But, 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 we're coming to Manchester to do the, the, the rabbit hole show on Sunday the 6th, and we were kind of thinking of coming up a day early and doing this show on Friday, May the 5th at um, a listener's house. So, do you live within a 10-mile radius of Manchester... Do you have a good Wi-Fi thing that we can, or internet thing that we can plug our box into? And can we come round and do our radio show from your house in or near Manchester? Give us a call, 0344 499 1000, or you can send me an email if you want, ian, I-A-I-N, at ianlee.com. That's the business. Time for a break. Robert, Dana, come to you in a bit. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fair up. I've never been with anything less than a man. So fine, I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone past with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead I take my chances I die for living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman such a star I've never spent much time in school But I told ladies plenty It's true I hire my body out for pay Hey, hey I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's Blown up for Rocky Welch But when I wind up in the hay It's only hay an open drawbridge or Tarzan from a vine Cause I'm the unknown stuntman that made Eastwood look so fine Three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. I'm enjoying tonight. It's going to be a strange old show at midnight. We're talking to a guy who thinks the earth is hollow. And um, I'm trying to create a vibe in the show, but I've, I've, we've, we've taken to bringing in lamps. I bring in a nice little lamp I can point over there. Uh, if you're watching on Periscope, you'll see all this. And Kath's brought in a lava lamp. And it's just nice. I used to... 
I mentioned this a while ago. I used to um, laugh behind Jeff Lloyd's back because Jeff Lloyd, when I worked at a radio station, would go into the... They had dozens of studios. Would go into the studio half an hour before the show and would put up um, lays and posters of the Beatles and put up all this stuff. And I used to think, what's a bit? It's a bit stupid. What a waste! Of time. I, I honestly, I, I, I thought he was he, he, he was loopy for doing it, but as I've got older, that's just an extension of of, of getting the lights the way you like them, isn't it? It, it? It's creating a mood, a vibe. It's creating an energy, and the energy that is being created by us having a lava lamp and me having an angle poise lamp, or not angle poise, but a lamp, a directional lamp, and all the other stuff switched off. It, it just kind of creates a more intimate energy i think so anyway oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number what are you i like helen's question what purpose do you serve i i, I kind of did that i prefer mine but i'm happy to go with either or neither variations or nothing it's entirely up to you guys okay it's entirely up to you how this show works but you, you seem to be coming along for the ride tonight and i'm grateful uh, after a, a, a week's contemplation at the foot of uh, Brecon Beacons. Boy, oh boy, it was beautiful. Um, on my own. First time I've ever uh, booked a, 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 a holiday on my own. Fantastic. Um, but it did leave me pondering. What am I? I don't know what I am. Midlife crisis? Um, possibly. Possibly. I, th- I thought I'd had my midlife crisis. Um, but, but maybe it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a thing that you don't come out of quite as easy as perhaps I thought. Midlife crisis, possibly. Yeah, it could be, could be where, um, I I know that I am mortal and that death is coming and I'm closer to death than I've ever been. We all are guys. Um, and I'm perhaps just trying to work out what my place is, what my legacy will be. I don't know. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. What am I? That's not, of course, the question. The question is, what are you? Let's go to Dana. Dana, you've been waiting for ages. I'm so sorry. The phones have surprisingly gone mental on this. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. Dana. I'm loving the beardless look. Yeah, I know. Um... Uh, I've, uh, for those who don't know, I've been wearing a beard for the last 15 months, and um, I shaved it to a goatee last week, uh, two weeks ago. Then last week, I just thought, the beard's coming off. So I shaved the beard off completely and thought, I can live with this, but I still had kind of slightly longer, slicked back hair. And as I was driving back from Wales on Thursday, I was listening to the excellent um, Johnny Marr audiobook johnny marr from the smiths his autobiography his audiobook and he was talking about getting um you know what he felt was quite a brave haircut and i thought i'm not gonna go home and and and, and sleep when i get back it was a lot two and a half hour drive i thought i'm gonna drive straight to my barber's and i'm gonna tell him i want him to cut it short the shortest hair i've had in 15 years easily and um and i love it i love it i'm a bit moon-faced i need to lose a bit of weight and that's fine um, but yeah, getting rid of the beard, cutting the hair off, and I don't know, Dana. It, it may come back, but I had a I had a shave this morning. Um, you know, I was stubbly, and I had a shave, and it felt lovely to be smooth, <laughs> smooth as a baby's bottom. Smooth. So I've, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to stick with it for a while, I think. Before I tell you 
who I am or what I am. Is that a bullet hole in your laptop? Uh, that. <laughs> that yeah, there, or is the, the CIA watching you or something? That is, yeah. um, that is a googly eye. A stick-on ah. googly eye. Because I have children and um, I quite often will put my hands in my pockets or will put my clothes on and will see things in my pocket or stuck to my clothes that I did not want there. And... Um, so it was a googly eye that was stuck to my jeans, and I thought, oh, I'll put that on the computer, because I quite like good that. good place to have it. It's a good place to have a googly eye. I can, do you want to know who I am? Um, yeah, or I do. I? Well, well they're, they're, they're both, they're, they sound similar questions, but they're very, very different. You answer whichever one you want to, Dana. Well, I'm extremely, oh, just worry about bringing the show down, I'm extremely fed up and depressed. Oh, I've become a battery hen again in an office. So I'm being literally plugged in, in like a little cubicle yeah. for eight hours a day. I hate it. So, so depressing. I hate it. And the only reason I can listen live tonight yeah. is I have to go to the dentist tomorrow. And I'm actually looking forward to that because it means I get to see the sexy dentist. Oh, cheeky. And she can she can root around my mouth any time oh. in her in her blue latex glove. I don't know if that's um, ethical to um, b- be uh, aroused by someone who's going to be shoving their fingers <laughs> in your mouth as part of their job. I don't know if I, I, I don't know. And every time, and, and when she bends over in those scrubs, you oh, know. for goodness' sakes, Dana! But uh, the thing is, 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 you haven't answered the question. Who are you? You haven't answered. You've told me. You've told me what you do. You've told me what you're. You've told me what you're doing. You've told me what you're feeling, but you've not Mm. told me who you are. And which is which is where the question starts to get a bit more interesting because we're peeling back the. Which is why you know when I'm asking what am I? um, I'm a radio host. Well, am I really? That's only three hours a day, and I don't think I'm really particularly hosting. Radio. I am broadcasting via a microphone, but A, there's not that many people listening, and B, I don't think I'm hosting radio. I'm not a celebrity. I'm not a DJ. Um, You're providing an important service well, for late night losers. Well, I, 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 maybe. I don't know. But, but you, you, you've asked yourself the question. Who are you? And you said you work in a crappy job and you're miserable. But who are yeah. you? I, well, I'm an auntie. Yep. Which is which is actually the most important thing in my life. Yep. The fact that I've got three nephews and a niece who I adore. I get to see, I get to babysit, I get to play, and then I get to hand them back to mums yep. and dads. But that's the most important thing. But I'm 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 not like you know I I I write and I draw and I paint, but none of it ever gets anywhere. No, where do you, where I'm, do you well, hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. You, so you, so you write stuff. What, what, what do you mean it doesn't get anywhere? Where, well, do, no, where, uh, where do you want it to go? Well, I, no, I, you know, the ideal dream would be I'd love to write and direct. Right. You know, I'd love to do that. It's like today, coming home, I was so angry because of work. Yeah. So frustrated with sitting there, answering the phone, talking to the public all day, mm. people mm. who just treat me like rubbish. Yeah. And I've got to sit there and but talk it, to but them isn't and it be nice. Isn't it interesting, right? 
so you're asking who are you and you've said well i'm a person that sits in an office and and answers phone calls and that was your first answer but why isn't your but why isn't the answer i'm a writer who also happens to spend some time sitting in an office talking to people? Do you know what I mean? I'm not, there's no right or wrong answer. I'm just wondering no. why we, and we do it as people, you know, which is why I'm reluctant to define myself as a radio host because I do it for three hours a day. What about the other 21 hours? Okay. So I'm asleep for some of it, but there are other hours. The ra- I don't want, I don't want the radio to define me and nor should it. No, it's like I travel when I came home tonight. I had such a terrible journey getting home because the trains being late, delayed, or too full. It took me so long to get home that I wrote notes on on the iPad for a little 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 short film I'd like to do. Right, I've written a beginning, a middle, and an end, and I want to flash it out. But yeah, that that's the ideal world. You know, I want to go back to Africa. That's I, but I need the money, and but to do. That, sit in this horrible place i don't you know i don't know if i can do it anymore do you know i do i do i think i really oh i, do, I should say that you know no i do i could easily just step off the platform mm, yeah 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 I you know, know i know i could so easily step off the platform Do you know the? Because I get that thought sometimes. And do you know the thing that's one of the things in the in the million thoughts that can happen in a second? One of the things that that would stop me doing that is um, I I feel terrible for the train driver. Oh yeah! Imagine, oh, it must imagine be that. awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it happens. No. It happens. It happens. You know more than we'd like to think. You know, but I, but I do. I tell. Yeah, I, know. I think about. I I tell. You, I do. I dream and think about ending it all so often. Mm, I know. I know. Me too, Dana. But yet, Sorry. But yet, no, no, don't, you've got nothing to apologise for. Yet we made it, we made it to the end of what day? Is it Wednesday today? Wednesday. We've made and it Tomorrow on... I get the sexy dentist. That there we good. go. We've made for it to... Least... All we've got to do is get our head down on the pillow in, well, in a couple of hours for me, you know, whenever it is for you. So all we've got to do, and we've, we've, we've ticked another... We can tally another one off. But it's getting through. I don't know, you know... How do we, I don't know, how do we get through these days? It's, this life is just miserable. Mm. I just think this life is so miserable and I really don't hate it. I'm just so fed up with it. I'm so sorry to have brought everyone down. <laughs> yeah, not at all. People will be interested yeah. and concerned. You know, so don't worry about bringing people down. I, I've sat here and opened up a show on a national radio station that's got, struggling to get listeners by going, what are you? You know, so people, I think they're in, I think they're, they're on our wavelength already, Dana. Do you, do you want to know one of the worst things of today, though? If you want to tell me. I met Jeremy Corbyn. Now, that's not the bad thing. Mm. I'm, I'm not, I'm not a Labour supporter. I was walking down the high street. I work, I work in Islington. And there he was. He was going to get his paper, and we chatted. And I took, he got his, I got a photo with him. I was just shocked there. Then I went to the office. I went in blue. I looked in the mirror as you do, and I looked in the mirror and well, hate myself as usual. And then I sort of smiled, tried to try to smile at myself, and then I realised I had porridge in my teeth. Aye. Isn't that funny? Because I, when we had um, Korean Billy in last night, I've been eating cashew nuts before he came in. I went to the loo before he came in, and I, I, I did that. I did the smile in the mirror. I, I mean, you can't eat cashew nuts. They, you, you look ridiculous. Look, like you've not brushed your teeth for a month. 
So there is me speaking to Jeremy Corbyn with Corey Jim <laughs> These things happen. <laughs> Dana, we made we we made it through another one. Yeah, thank you. And I'm really sorry to everyone for bringing everyone down. Thank you, Ian. Thank you, Dana. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, you can uh, answer the question, "What are you?" You can answer the question, "What's your purpose?" You can answer the question, who are you? Or you can do what I kind of felt Dana was doing. You can phone up and say you want to answer those questions, but actually you just you want to talk about something else. And that's absolutely fine as well. That's absolutely fine. Um, we've only got another 45 minutes or so of this, because at midnight we're going to speak to a gentleman, hopefully, who believes that the earth is hollow. So if, you, if you're thinking, yeah, I might pick up the phone, I might. I'll do it later. Now would be a really good time to do it. Okay, we're going to speak to Robert. He's been waiting for ages. Robert, I apologise. Thanks. See, we've got Colin coming on as well. Now would be a really good time because once those two calls are done, we'll move on to something else, maybe, unless you call in. 0344 499 1000 is the phone number. Don't forget to tick your Rage Our Diaries late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Evening, Robert. I apologise for keeping you so long, but the phones have been bonkers this evening. It's okay, Ian. How are you, pal? I'm all right, fella. What you got for us? Well, firstly, if Dana is still listening, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Life ain't too bad. You only get one life. And there's people out there that are help out and make us see that as well. Well, yeah, but for some people, life is, is a painful um, existence where every moment is agony. I know, but I've been through depression and I've survived and I was at, I was at my lowest ebb like Dana was. And you just need that extra help. You just need them, those few things, people to talk to, a couple of tablets. You just need to sort that balance out and you'll be saying after, trust me, you know what I mean? I think a few people have been through it themselves, or quite a lot of people. Okay. But there is a light at the end of the tunnel. It's not life ain't too bad, you know. Okay. All right. Well, but well, anyway, yeah. Um, firstly, what am I, or who am I, whatever? I'm, yeah. a, I'm fortunate to be Alan's brother. Yeah. Firstly, and yourself, I believe you're a giver of information, and there's all of information as well. You share it onto people. But you say you say you're Alan's brother, but that that, that that's not the that's not the whole definition of you, though, is it? No, not really. No, I'm also part of the human race, and I'm there to evolve and learn about all the different races as well. And I think that's everybody as well. There we go. There we we go. But then, if... And I'm going to keep pushing this a bit, because we're we're getting somewhere. We're shifting something. Grain by grain, we're shifting something. There's a whole Mm -hmm. beach to go, but grain by grain, we're we're moving it. Um, It it, it could be argued that the um, meaning of life is for us... Hang on, let me just adjust the camera a little bit on Periscope. There we go. The, right. the meaning of life, is, you know, is for... The reason we are on this earth is to get on with people and be groovy and learn as much about everyone as we can and, and, and be nice. But mm-hmm. what are you, Robert? Forget the human race. Forget other people. Forget what, you know, our, our interaction with us. What, what are you? I'm me, and that's it. What you see is what you get. But that doesn't mean anything. It does to other people who meet me. Well, it, no, but it, it, and I'm and I'm not having a go. I just I'm, I'm just honing, go. I'm just honing in on this now because I know I know that you're a bright lad and you can take this. But just saying, I, 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 what you see is what you get. That doesn't actually mean anything. Well, I know it doesn't. It doesn't. But in my in my eyes and my friends' eyes, it does. But me as a person, I'm just who I am. Outgoing, friendly, uh, a good listener. So you know, but everybody's 
everybody this everybody's got different characteristics as well so everybody's not the same we're not all built the same we may, we may be the human race and everything else but we're all individuals and we all learn different things and we all got different things about us that we give like you got science people that learn science but you got scientists and everybody else yeah. and we're all here for a purpose but what okay what do you give what do i give um well in, well here we go go, a, go back to helen's question what's your point what's your what's, purpose what's my purpose to, to learn and stuff and everything and just and absorb because you only get one life as well don't you so and you're a long time well, dead well do you only get one life of course you do well well do you yeah how do you know that because if you if you well, i don't know i'll just well no, exactly you don't i tell you why it's in my head because i've been listening to the hair soundtrack and there's a song of course about reincarnation um, mm-hmm. uh, and and, and it, it just kind of hit me as, uh, uh, I, don't, I don't know i don't know if this is the only go we get well i'm sure, I'm sure it is tell the truth because i'm sure if there was life after death we'd have everybody come back and there's been a few sorry hang on a minute that's a quantum leap if there was life after death we'd have everybody come back well how did well, you get how have you got you've gone from well, you from a to b you've gone from a to number like, seven but you said you, you, you just said that you like you've listened to listened to songs saying there's reincarnation, etc. Yeah. If there was reincarnation and life after death, which that's what it means basically, the the Earth's been about the Earth's two thousand and sixteen years old technically. Sorry. The Earth. Where, no, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, well, two thousand seventeen. Where we are now? No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm, 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 I knew I'd get you started. No, you, no, because the Earth is like millions of years old. Well, okay, then if the Earth's a million years old. Where's all the people that died, and if there's life after death? Well, no, I, I, <laughs> do you agree that the Earth is millions of years old? I agree that the Earth is really, really old. Yeah. How old do you think the Earth is? Oh, I did make a mistake. It is millions, a few billions, billions, million years. Yeah, billions billion years of years old. old. Yeah. Um, so obviously, there's dinosaurs before our souls, wasn't there? Apparently, dinosaurs before our souls. Our, our, our souls. Oh, ourselves. I thought you I said di- there were dinosaurs before our souls. I didn't say our. <laughs> Imagine the size of a dinosaur turd. Imagine yeah. it. They must have been huge. Well, yeah, well, if you look at Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah, I was, that was a big pile of turd. No, I'm joking, of course. Yeah, I know you are. Um. But, yeah. The, I don't um, think you've answered, you've, I don't think you've answered any of the questions. I think I have, but I think you're trying to confuse me, Doc. Come. No, I'm not trying, trying, no, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to confuse you at all. You've, 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 you've kind of answered with some truisms and some platitudes, but you've not actually answered the question as to what you are. I'm a human being, that's it. Maybe I'm not explaining the question well I know, enough. I know what you're trying to get at, and I'm trying to do it another way, but yeah, I understand you Because I'm so... Out. I am so much more than a human being, baby. I yeah, am we're, so we're, much we are, more. We're absorbers of information, etc., aren't we? We're, you know what I mean? That's what we're... That's our purpose. That's what we are. We're absorbers of information. And, we're, and our purpose is to learn. Well, hang on. Is, maybe our purpose is to teach. As well. That's well, right, well, that's... Well. that's I've just, just doubled the purpose list. Well, that's what... The, but I'm not... But, Robert, I'm not talking about us as human beings. I'm talking about not. me as this... This... As this! I'm talking about this! Well, I'm talking about you, that, but that thing there that's holding the phone. What are you? As I've just explained, I'm a human being and I'm a sort of... No, 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 I'm not talking about human beings. I'm talking about, about you. You're about what, why I'm here for, what, no, what, who am I no. exactly? No, I'm asking what are you? You wouldn't have the phone. Pardon? 
Shut up, Alan. Oh, sorry, I've got Alan screaming in my well, ear. Well, tell him sorry. to shut up, because I'm not talking to Alan. I'm talking Ian's, to you. Ian's not talking to you. He's talking oh, to me. Shut, why? shut up. Why? Sorry about that, oh, Ian. Speak to James Well, then. Yeah, speak yeah, to James Well. You can speak to James Well. I'm, I'm just telling him to yeah. shut up. I'm not shut talking up. to him. Shut up. He's not listening to you, Caddick, he said. Thank you. Bedtime. Quiet. Right. Who am I, basically? What are you? in the backside now, aren't I? OK, Robert. I, I, I think we're going around in circles. Thanks very much indeed. Um, uh, I'm not interested in the human race. I, I'm not interested in, 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 in you know, uh, the human's purpose on Earth. You enjoyed that, didn't you, Kath? You enjoyed that. Fine, I'll speak to James Well then. We'll do. <laughs> here's, here's, can, I, can I let you into a little bit of production um, thing? W- Kath and I kind of have a rule. Okay? We have very few rules, but one of the rules is, if somebody is on the show previous to ours, like the last half an hour, the last hour, but particularly the last half an hour of um, the show before us, which is James and, and, and uh, Ash or George Galloway on a Friday, we try, we don't always stick to it, but we try, and, and that person then phones up in, in our first hour, we probably won't put them on in the first hour. We, we, it's not a a, a steadfast rule. Okay, sometimes we will. But generally, if we hear, for example, Alan Caddick on um, at 9.40 with Baldy and the Tramp, then we would not put him on in the first hour. Just because um, if you're a listener and you were listening to the last half hour of James and then you heard the first 15 minutes of me and we had the same callers on... You might think, A, we don't have many callers. B, well, you might like that caller or you might not like that caller. We just like to mix it up. Get a nice mix of voices. Um, And also... (laughs) Do you remember yesterday, um, someone tweeted that another presenter would occasionally, just to wind up some of the callers, would not take calls to... um, to wind up some people who have a certain sense of entitlement. It's, you know, it, it, it's, it, this, is a, this is a show, and um, the show is a canvas, okay? I am the artist, and Catherine is supplying the materials that I use, which are you, the colours, the callers, the colours. And uh, she and I, together, are deciding which colours we apply where, and whether we put... Lots of blues, or just a tiny little bit of yellow. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Okay, so dig it, baby. It's groovy. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late nights, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Very good. I like that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Half an hour. We'll be speaking to a gentleman who believes the Earth is hollow. Colin's called in, though. Good evening, Colin. Hello, Ian. It's Hello. a pleasure to talk to you. It must be. What have you got for us? I've been listening to you for a while now, and I thought, is it time to phone or is it not? Is it time to phone? Is it not? And then the top. Which the one table, did you decide? <laughs> what are you? Yes. And um, so. I've been thinking about this, and I thought, is this a topic that you might carry on through the year occasionally? Well, the thing with this show, um, and I, and I you, thank you for reminding me, because I don't make this clear enough, is we don't follow the usual convention, whereas, you know, w- when this show finishes, this is dead and buried. People are welcome 
to call in a about anything and b they can phone in about something we said last march if they want that you know a, a year ago if they go oh i just listened to the podcast from a year ago or i was thinking about something you said in august and i've just had this thought that's all groovy it's all good man you can call in about anything anytime right well uh, i'm probably gonna set the cat's fox amongst the pigs you're gonna do what the, the, the cat. The oh, the, 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 I thought you said the cat was was. Beth. Well, it's the, the fox. Cat's gonna be there, but he the said cat fox. Hide. I thought you said yeah. the cat was going to have sex with the pigeons. No, but the fox is going to come in and uh, get amongst the lot once I've started saying what I think I am. Uh, I've been through depression through the cause of what I know I am now. Yeah. I've been through severe depression. I've been homeless. I'm disabled. Legs down. Legs down. Uh, Oh, yeah, from, from your legs down. down. Okay, sorry, I thought that was... Yeah, well, you know, I, I'm sort Legs of, down! I'm trying, I'm trying to stay on track of what I'm going to tell you. Go on, sorry. And uh, I cracked my spine, so I was made completely disabled. I could only walk a little bit. That caused depression. Plus, what I've found I am. Yeah. Uh, things have happened to me spiritually, not in Christian way or any other way. It's more uh, ultra-dimensional. Things like that. I'm going to start banging baby. them all in a minute. Ultra-dimensional. Yes, you're you're going to wonder what you are when I've finished. <laughs> this is what I say, fox amongst the pigeons. Stop saying fox, because it sounds like you're saying um, uh, sexual slang. Cat, then. Thank you. Okay. And also, well, fox amongst tell. pigeons isn't a phrase. It's always a cat. I, well, I... Well, normally it's a song by Bross. Well, anyway, I won't say that no more. Then we'll say cat, but anyway... We'll Can we say chickens instead know. of pigeons? The chickens amongst the chickens. The chickens amongst the chickens. That's better. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Ultra-dimensional. I'm waiting for this bad boy. Right, ultra-dimensional. It's a many-dimensional being. Yes. And it goes up levels. You're going to get people saying this bloke's mad now. Yeah. So I even put myself on depression tablets because of what I was seeing. Yeah. Things I witnessed since I was a baby. And beforehand. So the person that said, I'm not knocking him, his belief that you don't live before or after. Oh, yes, you do in my world. Oh, yes, you do. And you'll get sent back. You go back to this place. And where I was, I was given a choice. Two different worlds to live on. What were the, uh, what was the world. other world you were offered? I was offered a purple kind of base place. It was oceans and rocks and everything else there, like the earth. But it was more purple. purple. It was all those colours. Base place. Since science discovered the Gleaser system not yeah. too long ago, yeah. it banged my head straight away. I thought, that looks just like the place I was offered, but I chose her, yeah. which was a blue marble with green land. It was green back then, and the clouds going round. And I could say now, I don't think the Earth is hollow. I think it's hollow in places, and there are bases under there, and there's some on the moon. And people have been to the moon in the 60s. I know that as well. That's not a conspiracy theory to say that people went to the moon in the 60s. I've seen the video of it. Yeah, well, I, I can say from my point of view, when I was shown from a distance this planet before I was born, and I was shown my lifeline as how I... Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Right. And, and this is not as flippant as it initially sounds, so I'm going to ask it, and I want you to pause before answering it. Go on. Have you ever taken LSD? No. But the experiences I had when I was a baby would go to that. It would be very Tri- similar. Trippy. Okay. All right. It was very trippy what I was seeing. 
a reoccurring dream from birth. I can remember my birth. Gosh. Because when I, when I was... I, when did, I, 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 from, I don't want to remember that. I don't want to well, see that. <laughs> well, this is it, see. I mean, I, the first face I saw was my auntie, who was holding me. The midwife was trying to just take my mother. She died for it. She How do you know you remember it? I remember it. How do I you know the, you remember it? I remember the room I was in, which was the spare room in a flat. Well, how do you know? Um, but how do you how do you know? Because you 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 because because I I, rem- I remember things, right? Well, the other thing is I no, described not to listening. my auntie through my yeah, go on. Okay, no, I remember things happening to me. Actually, I don't remember happening to me, but I've just heard the stories told so many times and seen yeah. a picture that I think I remember it. No, I, mine is, I can I can actually remember the living room I was sat in. I remember um, being in the high chair I was in, playing with four wooden blocks. Which Why did you, choose, here's the question, why did you choose Earth and not the purple plant-based planet? Because at the time, don't forget, I'll say this now, when you go through the light, when they say clear your mind, you're going through the light. Who, sa- who says that? Door. Those on the other side. Okay, of course. You look into a light. He's Which is the light you, look back, you go? This is the light you go back through when you leave this body and you go back. It's the same light. But so, why did you choose there, Earth? Well, I like the colour, basically. You're like my mum buying a house. <laughs> Here you go. Here you go. But I also have certain memories of the memories I had back then. I remember remembering <laughs> that I'd been on a planet like that purple one before. Right, okay. And I hadn't been on a green and blue one. Yeah. So I was given the choice of two. And I came through onto this one. And I remember a lot of things about that. You've slightly sidetracked my thoughts now. Oh. But I was going to go into more depth and detail on it. But when I had recurring dreams from the baby, I yes. kept hold of some memories. Yes. The, they say clear your mind. I, I tried to do a crafty. I tried to keep memories, and I concealed them within myself to come through. I thought, I'll give myself an head start. Now, I I, I'm, I'm going to be honest, Colin. I have got I not a clue what you're talking about. Oh, no, it's a bit far and above, and you'll get messages saying this bloke's mad now, but I've had uh, to deal with this for 52 years now. Yeah. And the reoccurring dream, and the fact that... Are I you on medication it, because of your disabilities? I'm on medication, painkillers for my legs and my hips. What are you on? Morphine? Tramadol? Yeah, no, no. Tramadol. Tramadol. Yeah. Right, mate. But I was seeing all this stuff before I was on all that. I've been on Tramadol, and... You're going to say it's causing the hallucinations. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you, Mike, I'm going to show you my experience. Because I've got film footage now, Ian, as well. Of what? Of stuff I've encountered. What do you mean, what do you mean you've got film footage? What, of the, of the purple plant-based planet? Fo- no, I didn't have a camera there. No. <laughs> I took tramadol, and I'll be honest. I was, and I, I've I've spoken about this on air before. I was travelling through time on tramadol. Well, that's, basically, that's basically what happens when you come to be bought, right? You or to, or to take tramadol, yeah. Or take tramadol. Well, no, but I don't. I wasn't taking tramadol when I was a young baby. Well. No, but maybe you are... You don't get hallucinations from milk. <laughs> uh, well, it depends. But maybe <laughs> you... D- what the cow's been it may, may, <laughs> but, but maybe you didn't remember those things as a baby, but since taking the tramadol, it has created false memories. That is a, no, is a known I phenomenon. Think, da, 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 da. No, but, no, 
No, but you're going you're going through the science route now. And, yeah, uh, I know I science think... and facts really are a bugger, aren't oh. they? Well, they are a block on people's... I mean, you heard Dana earlier, she was wondering what she was and all this, and people thinking, going at her and stuff. Just because you're spiritually different, it doesn't mean, you know, you just got to ignore some people that want to put you down. Yes. That's what you have to do. She is very switched on. Right. But she's not, she's not feeling that she fits in, which is what I've had all my life. Oh, yes. You don't feel you fit in, because there's things you can come out with, like you said... I've got no idea what you're talking about. I have that a lot. Well, no, and that's, and that's I, not I, me being flippant or dismissive. I genuinely, at that point, had no idea what you were talking about. Yeah, but this is what I say. If you have, if you um, do this topic over the year, and I'll come on, eventually you'll get things I'm talking about. Would, but why would it? Why do I? Why would I? Why would doing it over a year mean I would get them? Because it's going to take a bit of a while, I reckon, for you to pick up some of I mean, if I tell you about things I knew when I was a baby, I saw things when I could see my own self when I'm 70 in this life. I, I seem to be linked to that last time. That, it sounds a bit Doctor Who now, doesn't it? But I, I, can, I, I used to be able to see myself at the age of 70 when I was only just born. And I couldn't tell anybody because I couldn't speak. But I can remember thinking to myself, I've got to learn this language that people are talking. I can even remember that. And I can remember the first time I looked up at the blue sky and I thought, oh, I'm here. And people were around me. It was an old bloke with a flat cap on. Why do we need to discuss this? I mean, and Colin, honestly, I'm finding this fascinating. And I hope you think I'm I'm, I'm treating this with the respect it deserves. But why, and you can call in any time you want, but why do you think we need to do this for a year? Because... If you, let's just say about me from my perspective, right? If we, if I come on occasionally, we'll go through some things that I've gone through in my life, things I've seen, right? Including UFOs, as people call them, mm. as, including black holes, including the universe and everything else. Yeah. We can probably try and explore that somehow, which could help other people by just listening. It just might open the mind a bit to say, hmm. That's another perspective. Yep. Certainly, it certainly is another perspective. Where did you see a black hole? Well, oh, hang on. Oh. <coughs> Cough it up, me. chicken. It might be a gold watch. Yeah, no, I doubt it. Um, right, where did I first see a black hole? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll put another cat in amongst the... I'll put another pigeon in there. Put a the cat in with the foxes. Yeah, and, and eventually we'll get some other animals in there. Yeah. And, um, right, we're actually Strength. in... Put, put this in the perspective, and I'm going to say might. From my belief, it's a bit different. We're actually in a form of a black hole, the whole universe. Right. And it's concealed. And in one of these episodes you do, I could probably give you the universe, what I call, in a nutshell. And there it works. Go on, then. Give, give me the universe in and a nutshell. I have it now, because that's going to be... You're running up to 12 o'clock and you've got to... Whoa, 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 whoa. Listen, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. let you... I'll, 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 me and Kath will produce the show. Um, give, give us the universe in a nutshell. Well, so I'll give you a start of it and then finish it later at another time so you can think about it first. All right. Right. I want you to picture an oak tree. Yep. In your own mind, an oak tree. Yep. <clears throat> Cut that vision in half so you've got the oak tree and you shift it to the left. Mm-hmm. Then you picture the universe. Right? Yeah. Very quickly, I'm going to run through this. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. 
You've got, to, you've got to compare the oak tree to the universe. You've got to look at the universe. What on the universe could the oak tree be? You ready? Yeah. So what would the, the trunk... What would Actually, let's go the other way. What would the leaves be? What do you mean? If the oak tree is a universe, what? what would the leaves be? I don't think... I don't... Um, I don't know. Planets? Yes, you're going there. Yeah. Okay, we'll go with that. What would the, what would the branches be? Um, space? No, space is nothing to do with it. Space oh. would be the scenery no. around the tree. Of course not. That's, that's stupid. <laughs> I don't know. If the if the leaves are planets, I don't know. Well, uh, solar systems? No, yeah, well, you're getting there. You've got, the, you've got the branches, you've got the leaves. Then you've got the nuts as well. Yeah, things. I think we've got one now, yeah. Yeah, here we go. See, here comes the insult. It was an easy right. joke. <laughs> <laughs> right. You should smoke leaves. less. You won't make you've it to seventy. You've got leaves. I won't make it past seventy. I know that for a fact. Okay. Well, carry on smoking. <laughs> it doesn't then. give me leeway to go. I don't be drinking or nothing, so you can't put that one on me either. Not putting anything on you. Right. Leaves to be planets. Yes. Branches to be galaxies. Yes. Right. And then you've got the actual tree itself. Yes. Which is holding everything together. Right. The actual trunk. Yeah. Right. Forget the roots. Because we'll put it online there, yeah. and we'll talk about what the roots might be at another time. Okay, later date, yes. Right? Yeah. Well, I'm going to just... The universe in a nutshell. Yes. The trunk is the universe itself. Yes. The solid matter. Yes. And you've got the you've got the branches, which are the galaxies. Yeah. And you've got the, the leaves, which are the planets. Yeah. Huh? And I could tell you now, the universe won't end. Look at the tree and what the nature of that tree is. I'm sure you think that what you're saying is very profound, but... What I'm hearing, what I'm hearing is, and, and, and this is going to sound rude and I don't mean it to, okay? But what I'm hearing is, blah, 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 blah. You sound like, it, it, what you're saying makes no sense. Exactly. But, like I said, Excellent. Time goes you, you got on. me there. You destroyed me there. Colin, call in again, won't you? I will do. Thank you very much indeed. And, 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 and here's a song that I'd like, um, I'd like all my listeners to uh, enjoy. Science is real from the Big Bang to TNA. Science is real from evolution to the Milky Way. I like those stories about angels, unicorns, and elves. Now I like those stories as much as anybody else. But when I'm seeking knowledge, with the 
Late Night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, 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 well. It really has been um, <clears throat> one of those shows, hasn't it? This has been a proper late night radio show as far as I'm concerned. Um, 0344-499-1000 is the um, telephone number. If you want to give me a call, you're more than welcome to. We'll be speaking to... Now, let me just find the name of this gentleman. Um, uh, Rodney Clough. Rodney Clough we'll be speaking to in a bit. If you want to look at his work, if you go to ourhollowearth.com, ourhollowearth.com, um, he has a website and he's written a book and he's done a lot of research uh, 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 that suggests the earth is hollow. Not the... Ah, oh, beautiful. Uh, not as crazy as it might seem. Interestingly, I've had a couple of people tweet me about Tramadol, um, which was the, the drug that that gentleman is on. Tramadol is a very, very strong painkiller. And I was only on it... Um, I think I was on it for about two weeks... And I remember the last time I took it, I took it because I wanted to get high. And I thought, ah, do you know what? I'm going to throw these away. And I gave them to my wife and said, you need to chuck these because these are very, very Moorish. But I was I was whizzing throughout time and space on Tramadol. It really is a very, very powerful narcotic. Um and it's interesting that it does have kind of um, spacey thoughts. It makes your your head quite astral. I remember I um, came up with a better ending for Lost than the one that actually was broadcast, but I came up with the better ending for Lost by being in Lost and travelling through time. It's a weird old drug. Um... Golly gosh. And it turns out it isn't a, a, a full moon tonight. It's, you know, just uh, obviously nurse has left the phones unlocked. Uh, Martin Sweetheart. Hello, darling. Hiya. Before I hang up, is it possible I could give you my, uh, the lad who's been on before me a number of phone? You, uh, you, I tell you what, you give, you give Catherine, Catherine the number. Oh, no, hang on a minute, Catherine. Get on the microphone and tell me why. Hang on a second. Hang on, no, Martin. Martin wants us to give us the, her, his number to the caller from before. Uh, what, the previous caller? Yeah. What, why? Because we share the same eye on things. Um, uh, I'm not going to do that because we we can't we can't really um, we can't really give out um, uh, the swap phone numbers and, and well, stuff. There is a station that does that, but I thought maybe you do. No, it well. well, that's sta- what station does that. LBC. They don't give out numbers like that. No, they do through the sex through the uh, through the um the sex line remote uh, through the um, um the lady who does the um hands the, the phone. The dirty show. Oh, the lady who does the dirty show. No answers the phone for you. Oh, does she? Uh, yeah, Martin's so. Martin. Yeah, <clears throat> darling, look. Hang on, just no. One time. second, one second. Listen, be- be- before you go on. Yeah. There's been something I've been wanting to say to you for quite a while. Do you mind? Do you mind if I say it? Of course you can. Thank you. I live in a flat and I can't speak as fluently as I want to because I. I met a boy called Frank Mills. On September 12th, right here, in front of the Waverley. 
But unfortunately, I lost his address. Okay. He was last seen with his friend, a drama he resembles George Harrison of the Beatles, but he wears his hair tied in a small bow at the back. I love him, but it embarrasses me to walk down the street with him. He lives in Brooklyn somewhere and wears this white crash helmet. He has gold chains on his leather jacket. And on the back are written the names Mary and Mom and Hell's Angels. I would gratefully appreciate it if you see him, tell him. I'm in the park with my girlfriend, and please tell him Angela and I don't want the two dollars back, just him. Darling, I wasn't going to be on tonight. That's good singing, beautiful. I love it. I love it, Ian. Thank you, Martin. Can I ask you, I wasn't going to be on tonight, but talking about the the Hollow Earth, uh, I've got a few on that as well, but may I ask you a question? You do drive, don't you? Yes, I do. Have you ever driven on foreign roads? I have. Right then. So, you know those foreign mountain roads that are really steep and things? Oh, I don't like it, but yes, I do it sometimes when we're in Greece, yes. is it, bene- is it more beneficial to be on the upcline driving, facing on the right-hand side? Is it, is it more controlled driving a car downhill or uphill? There is more controlled driving the uphill. I would there? suggest there's more controlled driving a, um, a car downhill. Downhill? So what? No, because if you're going downhill, if you're on a foreign road, if you're going downhill, you can easily slide over over side. But if you're going uphill on the right hand side, you've got control against that. Haven't I'd, you? I'd never thought of that. You've you've, you've put does that. It into... sound, does it sound bizarre? Or is, it, is there a good theory behind that? There I'm is a good sure. theory, Martin. There's a good theory behind that. I appreciate you calling in. Yeah, well, no, it's just something that I asked me... I'll tell you what, listen, about. Martin, we've got to go. Yeah. I, I, we, it, it, listen, can we maybe call you in about half an hour? Yeah, of course you can. Let's see, can, let, let's see how we get on with our guest, because I can see Colin is calling back in again. Let's see how we get on with our guest, the Hollow Earth gentleman. Um, and I don't know how long we're going to talk to him. We may have him for the whole hour. If not, we'll get Colin and we'll get Martin to have a chat and we'll all sneak out for a fag. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I'm enjoying the show this evening. I hope you are. You could be watching on Periscope, periscope.tv slash Ian Lee. You could be listening online, or maybe you've downloaded the Talk Radio smartphone app. Herb Alpert, who's playing the old trumpet on this, may be coming on the show soon. We just don't know. Tomorrow, Michelle Leon from Babes in Toyland, um, who's written a, an absolutely brilliant brilliant book um is he there ladies and gentlemen you need to type uh, hello you, you, you two stop having a, a love fest is he there we need okie dokie we're, we're, we're waiting for our guest to call through on skype i'm enjoying um this show seems to have bum 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 has become a hub for alternate world views. We heard Colin speaking about the um, the universe being a tree. We've had the flat earthers um, who believe that the earth is flat. It's a disc, but that the earth is flat. Um, but one of the, the views that I don't know that much about, but I, I am aware of it, is that the earth is hollow. And that people, possibly even gods, live under the earth in this hollow thing. Now, I don't know if the whole thing is hollow. I don't know if it's bits of it that are hollow. But it, it, it's it's a theory that's kind of um, getting more and more supporters. Obviously, it wouldn't tie in with the um, uh, the flat earth. Maybe it does. I don't know. Um, we're, we're trying to contact our guest who runs a website. If you want to have a look at it, it's um, called OurHollowEarth.com. OurHollowEarth.com. Let me read you the intro from um, from the website. World top secret. Our Earth is hollow. Um, look at Located at 88.84 degrees north and south latitude are polar openings that lead into the hollow interior of our planet where the lost 10 tribes of israel today dwell in perfect harmony with lifespans equal to those of the methuselahs of the bible whose only desire is to live in peace their flying saucers in defense of their country at times are seen on our surface world they don't come to destroy they are waiting, waiting for us to discover that world peace is the only answer, not without God, but with him. We must prepare for their return. See the evidence, look at the possibilities, consider those who have gone there, and you will discover truths that have been hidden from the foundation of the world. And... I was looking into this last week. There are loads of different groups that believe this. And there is apparently evidence that supports this. People that have have found these openings have travelled to the hollow earth. um, And... Oh, good dear God, she's funny again. Um, and have, have, have come back and told us all about it. Um, 
we're struggling to get our guests on on uh, Skype. We always have a problem with Skype here. This this studio is set up in such a strange way. Indulge me for thirty seconds. I'm padding. Um, the studio is set up in such a way that we can't call people out on Skype. But people on Skype, we got him on the phone. We're going to go on the phone. Okay, let's let let's. Without further ado, let's um, let's go to North America. Let's go and speak to Rodney Clough. Uh, hi, Rodney. Sorry that we're we're having some technical issues there, but I think we've got you on the phone. Is that right? Yeah. Beautiful. Hello. Hello, Rodney. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Rodney, you're great, fantastic. You're speaking to Ian Lee. You're live on talk radio now. Um, the Earth is hollow. Tell, tell me how you first um, be, be, became aware that the Earth was hollow. Well, I was 16 years old, and I was working on a farm out in New Mexico. And uh, one evening, uh, one of the boys uh, told me that he had, they, some of the boys had talked with the farm manager's son, who had just read uh, Raymond Bernard's book, The Hollow Earth. And he told the boys that he thought it would be the ideal place for the Lord to hide the lost ten tribes. And that, that really piqued my interest. So it wasn't until years later that I saw an advertisement. Uh, for Raymond Bernard's book, I set off for it and started studying it. And my concern was if uh, there was enough evidence to support the theory. And the more I studied it, the more evidence I was able to find. And still, evidence keeps pouring in. Give us, give us some of the evidence that you found. Rodney, because pe- people have people claim to have visited th- 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 this secret opening, haven't they? Oh yeah, on, on my website, ourhollowearth.com, I list about eight people that have uh, gone to the Hollow Earth or uh, or we've heard about them going to the Hollow Earth. At uh, the first, uh, perhaps in history that we learn about is the the prophet uh, Enoch. It talks about him a little bit in the Bible, but uh, he actually wrote about 144 books, which we we only have a, like a couple of them left. Mm. But in those books, he talks about. The Earth being hollow, and he go and him going there. In the modern age, uh, the most fantastic story we have is the one of Olaf Jansen and his father, who were Norwegian fishermen. Yeah, who uh, accidentally discovered the North Polar opening in 1829 in search of their chosen ones of their ancestors that they had legends of them be living up there in the north countries. And uh, they were up there fishing, and, and they saw a lead in the ice, and they went exploring to see if uh, they could find something. And uh, they just happened to go right through the North Pole opening. Uh, that lead in the ice uh, uh, took them in the right, right direction. 
it uh, the polar opening uh, that they discovered was is located north east of Franz Josef Land. And uh, so you know where the opening is. Yeah. Have you been we, there? Uh, no, I have not. No, we, we've. I, I was contacted in 2003 by Steve Curry of Provo, Utah, the expedition company. He wanted uh, me to help him put together an expedition. Mm. And uh, we we uh, sold seats on the Yamal that we were going to charter. Uh, we had about 40 or 45 people signed up that had put money down. And he came back from uh, some from South America in April of 2006, and uh, went in for a checkup. Found that he had six brain tumors that were unoperable, oh, according to the doctors. Yeah. And by the end of July, he had died on us. Wow. He was our he was our first expedition. And 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 I mean that's and that's a terrible loss. No, no one else has, has stepped up to the to the plate, so to speak, and 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 put forward another expedition. Well, one of the expedition members was Dr. Brooks Agnew, who has a PhD in physics. He offered to be our expedition leader, and he worked several years uh, trying to uh, get. Uh, money to mount an expedition. Finally, in 2012, he found a company in New York that proposed it to their board of directors, and they approved it as their project for 2013. And uh, in January, he called them up and said, it's time to put down a down payment on reserving the Yamal. And... uh, the sound, the phone sounded disconnected. Oh, he sent somebody over to their offices, and they had abandoned their offices there with no forwarding address. So uh, he tried a few other things, and then uh, that September he resigned as our expedition leader when uh, the major stockholder in his startup electric car company. Uh, Withdrew all their money. Um, so, so we, basically, it was it was scuppered. financial blackmail. Um, one of the theories... Now, Rodney, I, I don't know much about this world, but I have heard some of the theories, and I've done a little bit of reading. One of the theories that someone mentioned to me is that the, the that there are Nazis living in the Hollow Earth. Does, does, is that nonsense? Well, yes. Some of the Germans did escape... Uh, to the Hollow Earth after World War II. Uh, on my website, I have a letter that was written back by one of the Germans that made it to the Hollow Earth in one of their submarines to his friend here in the United States. And uh, it's translated into English so you can read it. But yeah, some um, of the Germans did escape to the Hollow Earth after the war. And what's in there? What 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 is? Because there wouldn't be sunlight, would there? 
Well, uh, Zolav Jensen and many other people that have gone there uh, re- return to tell us that, yes, the Earth has an inner sun. What? It's divided between its day and night sides so that it's basically, it rotates very slowly, about once every 700 years. An inner so sun? It, yeah. Struth. And it provides the light and life to the inner continent. Um, it uh, the inner sun is quite small compared to our outer sun. It's yeah. only about six hundred miles in diameter. Yeah, but it it uh, produces exactly the right heat for an ideal temperature inside the planet. And so, uh, who who lives in there? Gods live in there. Well, like I say, there are some Germans that migrated there before them. Uh, the lost Viking colonies of Greenland migrated to the Hollow Earth. Yeah. Uh, some of the first ones that we know of that migrated to the Hollow Earth are the Lost Ten Tribes. They they escaped the Assyrians and, and then went north over the Caucasus Mountains and, and a group of them. Uh, was led by a prophet, we believe, as a prophet of God, through the North Polar opening, uh, twenty five hundred years ago. Um, and so Olaf Jansen said that the people that he met in the Hollow Earth, uh, that their God, they told him their God's name is Jehovah. Jehovah is the God of the ancient Israelites. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And you also say that the um, the UFOs that we see, and I'm a big fan of UFOs, that the UFOs uh-huh. that we see, they're, they're connected with the, the um, dudes that live in the Hollow Earth. Yeah. The people of the Hollow Earth, they're highly advanced in te- technologically. And uh, when Admiral Byrd flew up there in 1947, they had him bring back a message back to our government that the, that they didn't want us using uh, atomic weapons anymore. Uh, they have since sent out their flying saucers to make sure that we don't use atomic weapons. Uh, if we can, we can thank them that we don't we haven't had a nuclear holocaust yeah. because they have, have prevented nuclear we- uh, war between Russia and, and the United States. Now, I don't know if you're aware of this. I, I was doing a lot of... I had a, a lovely week off last week, Rodney, and I don't know if you've ever been to Wales, but I, I was in Wales for a week, and it was very peaceful and very spiritual. And I was looking around on the internet, and I found your website, and I found a few other websites. And um, I, 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 are you aware that in August, in New York, there is a world symposium where um, Ag- Agatha is going to speak to people? No, I wasn't aware of that. I'll say I'll send you the link, Rodney, because I mean, it's it's it's. Uh, let me just read the press release. It's the Agatha. Agatha is the name for the ki- of the kingdom, is it? Well, yeah, the uh, Tibetans call it. Agartha, yeah. Agartha, sorry. It says here that this is uh, agarthaworldsymposium.com. For immediate public release, Ambassador of the Inner Earth Kingdom of Agartha to speak publicly in New York in 2017, 
This will be the first step in a public disclosure initiative from those from the inner earth, the kingdom of Agatha, to the people of earth. We invite all of humanity to attend this public symposium and learn more about this ancient civilization and their timely message to, to humanity. So what they're saying is that, that someone from Agatha has, 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 has left that kingdom and is coming to, to speak to us, and I know you, you, you obviously weren't aware of this, Rodney, and I, I will send you the link. Uh, I just wondered what your thoughts were on that. Does, does that sound feasible? Well, yeah, it's feasible because uh, the inner earth peoples, they know everything about us, so we, we're the ones that don't know much about, about them. Mm. So uh, if, if they have decided to finally come forth and tell the people of the outer world about themselves, that would be wonderful. It must be frustrating for you, Rodney, knowing that, you know, knowing all of this stuff that you know, um, and just not being able to get there. That must be really frustrating. Well, we, we have tried, and uh, our first expedition leader died of brain tumors. Brain thing, yeah. uh, we also contacted... Uh, a seaplane owner in, in Alaska, he was willing to hire a couple of pilots for us to fly his seaplane into the hollow earth uh, for us. But uh, before we could raise the money to pay for the flight, he mysteriously flew his airplane into a mountain in Alaska. Flipping all aboard. You, 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 I, I'm getting from you, and maybe I'm getting this wrong, but I'm picking up that maybe you think the the, the, the unfortunate um, gentleman with the brain tumours and the, the plane crashing and the business folding, that um, do you think that those things are deliberate to stop you from going to the hollow earth? Well, of course, you, you know, the, the world is controlled by the Illuminati uh, and, and uh, mm. Jesuit priests of uh, the Vatican, uh, they the, the, at the very top of the control ladder are the Jesuit priests. Uh, one of the Jesuit priests, uh, Adam Weishaupt, organized the Illuminati in 1776, and uh, that they pretty much control the world through the their control of money, and uh, they don't want to their they don't want to lose all their prisoners uh, we're we're most people don't realize that we're living on a prison planet it does sound a little and, uh, bit like we, you're you're suggesting this is all a jewish conspiracy well i'm not saying jewish i'm saying that i'm yes. saying the jesuit priests yes of, um of, of of the vatican are the ones that are in control of our world uh, and underneath them are, are the laminati mm. who have uh who control most of the money power of the world. Um, let's go into slightly safer territory. I notice on your website you talk about the virtual city of light. What's that? Yeah, I, I have organized a uh, virtual city of light on the Internet uh, where we can work together, those that are interested in, in uh, working on advanced technology and uh, and even... Uh, working on the possibility of, uh, by working together, we can uh, make it to the hollow earth uh, to visit our cousins up there. Um, and what does it look like, 
Rodney, I- I- any of the people that have been there, have they given us descriptions of, 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 you know, I mean, do they have like, um, do they have, uh, like apple trees and, and, um, daffodils and TV? What, what, do they have those kind of things? Oh, they have technology that's, is at least 2,500 years more advanced than ours. Yeah, everything in the hollow earth grows fantastically. Uh, it's, it's an ideal climate there because of the inner sun is centrally located in the center of the, of the planet. So you don't have uh, large fluctuations in, in, uh, temperature like mm. we do here on the outer surface of the planet. So, uh, yeah, trees grow up to a thousand feet tall. Uh, apples grow as large as your head. Uh, grapes are, are as large as oranges. And people live almost, uh, you know, they, they live tremendously large ages. Uh, if, they, if they're not killed by an accident or mm. or, or some some such thing, uh, they they practically live forever. Rodney, they you, they have uh, perfect on. health. Yeah. Rodney, I was just going to say, you're nuts. You're delusional. You're bonkers. You must have had lots of people over the years throwing those accusations at you. H- how do you deal with them? Well, scientists claim that the Earth is full of molten lava and, and with a solid core, and uh, they don't have a, a, one one piece of evidence to prove it. Uh, th- we we have a lot of people that have gone to the Hollow Earth and returned. To tell what it's about, like, yet the the scientific uh, world they they claim that the Earth is full of lava. That, that's so so uh, full. Of, that's so much full of bull. Uh, the Earth itself, when whenever there's a large earthquake, rings like a bell. Whenever a large earthquake hits, so what? Just tell yourself. What's what shape does a bell have? It's hollow. Yeah. Okay. So all all the scientific evidence, the true scientific evidence, not the the stuff that they make up, uh, supports the hollow earth theory. Plus all the people that have been there and come back, and 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 nobody has been to the center of the earth of of the scientific world. To prove that there's molten lava down there. It's a it's a good point. You, we do take it just as, as red and as fact that that, that that it is the core is molten. I mean, we we do get. I guess some of the evidence might be volcanoes. When a volcano erupts, lava comes out. Are you saying that that's just below the surface? Well, as explained in the book at Adorpa by an inner earth guide that took. Uh, William Morgan, to the hollow earth in 1827, he explained that the earth is formed by space dust and space metals originally. There were, there, uh, this original space dust and metals, uh, before the earth was, had water added to it, Mm. uh, were, were pure metals. And, and several of those, uh, substances, when they come in contact with water, spontaneously explode, such as 
phosphorus, potassium, sodium, magnesium, and sulfur, all of those, when they come in contact yeah. with water, spontaneously explode. And so that's what's causing uh, volcanic activity. It's not that the Earth is full of molten lava. It's because the Earth was originally formed from these pure space dust that, when they come when they come in contact with water, spontaneously explode. And the reason why they come in contact with water nowadays is because uh, the Earth is continually expanding and contracting with the tides. The gravitational interaction between the Moon and the Earth causes the the surface of the planet to rise about a foot mm. and go down that foot every day. So this expansion and contracting of the surface of the planet opens up the cracks in the in, in the surface surface where the earth has been cracked before uh, and water seeps down in those cracks into new deposits of original space dust that consists of phosphorus, potassium, yeah. magnesium, sodium, and sulfur, and they spontaneously combust when they come in contact with water. So that's what's causing volcanic activity. What, one, more question, one more question, Rodney, and, 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 and I'll let you go, because I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying this. Thank you so much for our time, uh, your time. So it's a whole... Is, is it? Have I got this right? It's a, to get to the hollow Earth, you go through a hole in the ocean. If I've got that right, why doesn't all the water just go down there and flood it? Because in a hollow planet, the center of gravity is mostly in the shell of the planet. There is a there is a small center of gravity gravity in the inner sun. But because the inner sun only takes up like one percent of the whole mass of the planet, it, most of the center of gravity is is a sphere within the shell of the planet. The yeah. planet uh, has a shell that is about eight hundred miles from the outside to the in, inner surface, and as you can read in the book at Adorpa, after they ascended down to the center of gravity, they were floating in the air. At the center of gravity, which yeah. is a sphere, it's that center of gravity is actually 700 miles down. It's closer to the inner surface than the outer surface, as the inner Earth guide explained to William Morgan. Um, I've really enjoyed our chat, Rodney, and I, I really appreciate your time. The website, if people want to come and find out more, and this is where I found you, is ourhollowearth.com. Um, and there's loads of information on there and, and also details about your book as well and, and, and all kinds of things for people to have a look at. Um, Rodney Clough, I really appreciate your time and, and allowing me to pick your brains this evening. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me on your show. Absolute pleasure, Rodney. I, um, we'll, we'll speak again, I'm sure. Um, fascinating. Um, and I'm going to tweet the link to this Agatha world symposium why tickets only cost um six hundred dollars that's the three-day vip weekend pass 
Um, they do also have press media requests. It's um, in New York in August. And Catherine and I have been talking about taking the show to New York for a week. Wouldn't that be a good reason to go? If we can get press passes, we're going to go there. Um, I'll tweet that link as well. Um, I enjoyed that. Um, 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Your thoughts on that? Or just, you know, it's, it's half past 12 on a Wednesday night, Thursday morning. It's strange forces are afoot this evening. You can call in about anything you fancy. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late nights, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, uh, I did say. Um, if we had time before the end of the show, remember we spoke to Colin, who described the universe as a tree? Um, and we spoke to Martin Sweetheart, who wanted to speak to Colin. Well, we're going to cross the streams. Uh, Martin, Sweetheart, Hello. you're through to Colin. Hiya, darling. Hiya, Colin. Hello, mate. All right. Yeah. Hiya. We share the same interests and views. I mean, um, talking, do you believe in the Hollow Earth yourself? Um, not well. I've never been there, so I wouldn't want to comment. Uh, but what I'd say is, I can go partly along with it. I don't think it's fully fully hollow, but I do think it's got very big hollow chasms inside, which have probably got bases in. In fact, I've got a good feeling there. Well, I have a theory on the the Big Bang. Now, I believe. Can you, if you imagine a tennis ball being covered by a mirror? And I'll then putting up, imagine a tennis ball being covered by a mirror, and then putting a shell of a mirror around it. I believe the universe was like a mirror-formed sphere within a sphere that reflected back on itself and exploded. Yeah. That's my theory on how the Big Bang got started. Do you have a theory on the Big Bang, or do you believe that the, do you believe that the universe is governed by laws that? half proper being, a superior being, or do you think the universe is something that happened on its own? How, what do you feel with the universe? Well, I... Right, let's go with it, then. Let's do it. Let's go with it. Come on, guys, we're in. Right? We're, we're in. Let's do it, Colin. Let's go for it. Well, let's go for it, then, if you really want to. I don't believe there was a Big Bang. Mm. I believe there was many. And I say believe, that sounds like it's a faith. But I feel that it was many, many bangs, many starts up. A bit like what they're saying now. They've changed it, haven't they? They're saying that here and there was spontaneously. Yeah, I believe that that's more similar. But what it is, it didn't all start at once. As a planet dies, as the sun gets ripped apart by a quasar and sucked in, or a black hole, it's recycled, the matter is churned up, and the matter that the black hole needs, it takes, and then the matter it can't digest, basically, it spurts out like a quasar, the dust goes out and reforms with another star and another planet. Right? Yeah. And that's been going on all the time. And if they want to say what happens when the universe ends, it won't end, it'll just recycle itself and start again. The black holes will eventually all come together, and they'll just turn it out and start again. I believe that the universe will end in a big bounce after the sphere, after the sphere of explosion. Rather than the universe returning back to a sphere, it returns back to a big bounce, which is almost a sphere, and the pressures of its 
imploded on itself bounces back out into a new into a new universe after the sphere so i believe that the sphere was the start of it and then after that eternal is the big the big bounce not the big crunch yeah, well, basically, you you are saying similar to what I'm saying, actually. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the the black holes will come to be, if it was to come to an end like that, these black holes eventually take you out of it. All the human equation of time and calculating time take that out because to us it's nothing. We're out of it, right? But those black holes over billions of years will eventually meet up, meet up. And their gravity will pull each other together, and they'll end up as one. And the matter in the one. Might not be suitable for the other. Right, can then I... you get your matter clash and then the explosion and it all starts again. Can I jump in for a second, yet. gentlemen? Yeah. Right. I yeah. haven't got a flipping clue what you two are talking about. Also, if, you, if you're spirited... Ian, Ian yes. can I just it... say, Ian, like I've said, it's thrashed this occasionally through the year. You might get a grip on it. But yeah. then you might want to go back to Tramadol and start overdosing again, so you've got to be careful. I d- well, this is... The, I mean, we have had... And in all seriousness, Colin, I have had two people get in touch with me and say um, that, that, that Tramadol does create, um, you know, th- that what you're saying ties in with their experience of Tramadol, which is a very, no, very, please, very strong painkiller. Please listen. I haven't been taking Tramadol all my life. No, but you're I'm taking it now. Tramadol. For ten years, right? Ten years. Just to, keep me, just to keep me walking. My doctor knows what I'm supposed to take. Yeah, no, I'm not suggesting. Listen, and follow. You always follow your doctor's advice, but you're taking it now. And tramadol is such a powerful drug that you can, you can. It, it creates false memories. I wasn't taking tramadol when I was thirteen. No, but you're taking tramadol now, and that can. Not saying it has, but that can create false memories. Have you ever heard? Have you ever heard of the word I'm promising you now, I'm promising you now, can you hear me? I'm promising you now, I'm not hallucinating, and I haven't done No, but people, when they hallucinate, don't know they're hallucinating. They think it's real. Well, I've had people with me, at times I've said, look at that, and they say, what? And I say, look, you tell me. Well, I don't tell them what I'm seeing. Suddenly they can see, are they taking Dramadol? Well, Colin, can I have you, can I give can I leave my number for you? No, we're not, no. Martin. We're not going to do that. Just in case one of yeah. you might be a murderer, and we don't, I, okay, I, we don't, we, we we can't we can't right. do that. I'm yeah, afraid. Right, um, darling, uh, have you heard of um, hypnagogic? Now, hypnagogic is a mental um, dissolution that some people suffer from. Now, I, I suffer from hypnagogic. It's called hypnagogic in the in the language of psychiatric psychi- psychiatric terms. Now, hypnagogic is when I'm falling asleep at night. Every now and again, I get visions of futuristic things like spaceships, mansions, palaces, gold ornaments, streets paved with you know. And and the thing is, I mean, do you have do you have hypnagogic? You, um, visions of things of the future, if you know what hypnagogic is. I've, I've been through many doctors. I've put myself through this to make sure that I'm not crazy. But yes, but, um, you know, because... I've put through these things, and I've seen people, and they said, no, uh, you're certainly not. I've do you believe, do you believe in the Bible at all? Because talking about the hollow earth, 
Jesus once said, I am from the circle above, and you are from the circle below. And also once he says to the disciples, I am traveling there right. to, um, to preach we're getting to those a little bit, Guys, we're getting a little bit Jesus here. And I'm, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the. Martin, thank you. Colin, thank you very much indeed. Uh, I, I, I appreciate that. Um, 0344 can, can you stand another 15 minutes or so? Yes? Good. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. It's been a right old one tonight, and eh? this is proper nineties, late nineties British late night radio. Um, I'm Ian Lee. I'm here every weekday evening from 10pm until 1am. There are podcasts. There are live shows. There are all kinds of things um but l- let's crack on with the call shall we as we still have some lined up oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand um paul's on the line good evening paul hi paul hi hi Ian. it's paul from last night from stoke poges oh hey um paul from last night from stoke poges I've decided to tune in to you for a change instead of flipping Andy and Candy. Yeah, and they they were being very rude, genuinely very rude about you after the show last night. I didn't. Oh, I don't know if you had. They were just using me as a bloody pawn, weren't they? Yeah, they were using you for pawn. No, I mean pawn as in P A W N. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they were they, they were being really rude about you. I suggest you don't listen to them anymore. You listen to this show um, because it's much better. It's a lot more cerebral than their show. I think you have a bit of a battle between each other, don't you? I just think they're um, I- idiots. Well, Annie Goldstein, No Gallagher look alike, yeah. wannabe. And Jason Candy, Chelsea reject. Well, his, his name sounds like the worst swear word in the world as well. So exactly, I mean, yeah. You change that. If, that. You, if you if you had a name and the first three letters were C U N, you would change that. Change it to Hundy or Monday. There you go, Jason Monday. It's better, Jason Cundy. No. Now, do you know Jason Cundy comes from an Australian family? I mean, that sums it all up, doesn't it? Yeah, well, let's not get racist. Anyway, Paul, what are you called in for? I'm calling about, because you're about worldviews tonight, different ideas. Yeah. Now, have you ever heard of a thing called radianism? Um, it, now, uh, the word does ring a bell. It, 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 uh, Eric Von Daniken, is it connected to him somehow? I'm not quite sure. I okay. just know something about it. I said, I have not taken any drink or drugs tonight. Okay. I, the strongest thing I've had is a pork steak with my mum's homemade apple sauce, mm. roast potatoes, mm. and purple sprouting broccoli. Oh, mate, you... Come on, I'm going to grab a crappy sandwich from the Esso garage on the way home. OK, well, that, that, it's pretty good for me, anyway. Yeah, it's brilliant, I'm jealous. That's the strongest you've ever had. So, Raidenism. Now, you know you have James Whale sometimes on your channel. Um, is, he, is James Whale back? He's occasionally on, isn't he? Oh, is he? I didn't know he was back. I thought once they sacked him in the 90s... I know he was, was sacked from Talk Sport, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's back, is he? Oh, good for him. All right, well, fair play. Anyway, James... Help the well aged. ...introduced me to this, Raidenism. Yes. Which is, I'll keep it short, out it's there in the worldwide galaxy in the universe... Yes. ...there might be another planet that is a more advanced form of Earth. This Earth. Right. But more advanced. Yes. Now, those people there... So they've all got 3D TVs as standard. (laughs) 
They've probably got much more now. Hollow. They, they've got hollow, uh, hollow vision. Hollow, they, they've got <laughs> televisions that don't even, you can just pick them up and fold them up like bits of paper. Okay, right. They're much more advanced, but they're humans on a different planet in our universe. Yes. Now, they have put us here, in our time, to be able to carry on. Right. Because they're going to make themselves extinct, eventually. So they're carrying us on as human beings oh, I love in it. an earlier form. So they're, far- they're farming us? Sort of, yeah, I suppose, yeah. Oh. But they're keeping the human being alive. Right, okay. So, all right, so, 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 um, but why don't they give us all their wicked technology then? I do not know that. No. Do you not? <laughs> but that is a thing called radiant. But you don't believe that, though, do you? Who knows? Oh, you? come on. You know, you know that. You know that is nonsense. It's no difference than believing in going to heaven or hell. Well, yeah, well, no, you're right, but you know, that is nonsense as well. Well, you don't know, do you? Yes, you do. It's nonsense. Everyone believes in a god, don't they? Whatever religion no. you are. No, hang on, no, 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 there's a lot of wars that happen in the world because we all believe in a different god and we all fight no, about we it. we don't. Not everyone does, though. Humanists don't believe in a god. Atheists <sighs> don't believe in a god. I'm just talking about the majority of people in the world. No, I don't think the majority of people do believe there's a god. Okay, maybe not. Well, I won that argument quicker than I was expecting. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I do believe the majority of people in this world do believe in a certain God. Oh, and have know. a faith. No, That's know. why there's so many wars about it. No, there's not. you don't get that many wars about faith anymore. It's but, just about uh, money and oil and stuff. That's what we're all fighting about, isn't it? No, they're, fight, no, they're all fighting about money and oil. That's what it's about these days. That's, well, money is the new God. Yeah, that's true and all. Isn't it? No, I reckon you come here, you're born... You do your stuff, you die, that's it. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's nothing else, unfortunately. Yeah, you, you don't believe in a, you don't believe in your soul going to a better place. No, I don't. I don't. I, I, I wish I did, but um, but I, I don't. I don't believe in fairy stories. No. Yes, I believe in once you're buried under the ground or bloody cremated. That's your lot. But I like to think there might be someone else. Uh, it would be nice, but there isn't. I don't go to bloody church every Sunday. You do or you don't? No, I don't. Well, you shouldn't say bloody church either. That's blasphemy. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. Paul, listen, I've got to move on because we're coming to the end of the show. Nice to talk to you, mate. I'm, I'm glad you've made the switch to us away from those two um, prunes. Everyone counts. Every pair of ears counts, guys. Um... Well, 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 let's just take a second to recalibrate our brains in the last two minutes, 124 seconds of the show. Um, strange one tonight, huh? Thank you for everyone. Oh, let's just, let's just see who this is. Yes, line one, you're on the wireless. Oh, they bottled it. Okay. Oh, okay. If they call again, I'll see if I can grab them, but, um... They, uh, perhaps they didn't want to speak to me. Sometimes people phone up and just, they'll speak to Kath, say, can you tell Ian... 
this? She goes, well, you can go on the air. No, I don't want to go on the air. What? No, I don't want to go. Can you tell him? No. No, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> really, it doesn't work like that. Um, thank you, everyone, who came along for the first hour. I really wasn't sure if that was going to work or not. And um, I, I'm, I'm no clearer on what I am. Maybe you are. Maybe it caused you to have a little think and um, get some clarity. Or, or maybe it hasn't, but it's planted a seed that will develop over the coming weeks. Or maybe you thought it was stupid. It's all uh, it's all good. It's all fine. It's all valid. Um, uh, yeah, I've got no idea what we'll do tonight at 10 o'clock. We've got Michelle Leon from Babes in Toyland on, and which I'm very, very excited about because her book is stupidly good. It's just one of those books. I must remember to bring it in. It's one of those books that's just a joy to read, an easy read. And uh, some people take that as an insult. It's not at all. It really is. Um, and we've got other bits and pieces that we've got coming up. We've got some cracking guests coming up. Don't forget, you can download the podcasts iTunes, um, or your usual podcast provider. If you type in um, Ian Lee and Talk Radio or Ian Lee and Rabbit Hole, you'll get a choice of two very, very different and delicious podcasts. Um, If you've enjoyed the show, spread the word, tell your friends, get them to retune their radios, download the app, and uh, come and join us every weeknight from 10 o'clock on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Join the Talk Nation. Dial up and talk radio. We'll get you talking.